0: I, it was right the first time. It was See, you need, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what would we do without the Silicon Valley virgins who in the desperate pursuit of the boobies always have to, it's not that they're even adding uh, <clears throat> features no one ever asked for that merely take us forever to like decline, 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 decline. But the constant fucking updates from your computers and cell phones now that no one ever asked for. Microsoft Office just did it up. I don't give a shit. Do it and shut the fuck up. I, I, my, my The last phone I got, which is only about a month old, <clears throat> got over in Rapid City, so now I'm officially got a Rapid City number. Great day, by the way. Cappy Han is second cup of coffee. It took me not not consistently, uh, uh, you know, seven days of labor, but just effing around, and at least half of it is declining, declining, decline the phone you got you got a facebook message somebody says it's like holy shit do you guys know how many social media platforms i'm on and i'm not to brag but i got a couple thousand you know regular followers Any, anyone anytime anyone of you guys farted i got an update on social media oh wisco nomad farted maxi mike took a shit ding 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 you know and it's always okay how do i disable all this crap and it, it took, uh, like, the better part of a week to optimize my phone. And I'm sure all of you now, like, when. do you remember when email was just email? Were you guys alive for that? It was great. It was in the 90s. Oh, someone sent me a mes- message, and you clicked on it, and you read it? You're like, oh, thanks, Amy. <clears throat> now I log in. Half of the the email messages are, like, sponsored ads by Yahoo. The rest is not the rest, a, a certain other percentage it, uh, is spam. But then, any company I've had any business dealings with in the past where they required my email, immediately these cocksuckers put you on an email list and they got to unsubscribe. And then it should just be click unsubscribe. Oh no. No, the corporate communications bitch over Target Corporation she needs to know why. like I don't know why would I unsubscribe to your five fucking bullshit. We here at the Target Corporation are sucking more black dick. We here at the Target Corporation just want to let you know we're we're for the environment. Hey the target update ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba. it's like fuck the right off And just now. We noticed your microphone wasn't checked. I'm looking at the audio. Looks like it's coming in. Hey, but you know, with that additional bit of nagging, Punjab might have actually got his peen touched. He might have actually got his peen touched and lived the American dream of getting a blonde with the big boobies. Fuck, it just can't start off the day with some fucking email, digital, internet, computer nag. Like, do do corporations think we give a flying fuck about what's happening at the American Family Family? Ha <laughs> ha! See what they did there? American Family Family? Because this family's already there. I'm not letting a ruin my day. I'm not. <clears throat> you know why? Because it's a good day for Cappy. Because after just burrowing my head in this work, keeping up all this other stuff, which you don't see on the internet. Not, I'm not talking about the, the back work that goes into doing a show and, and email and all that, <clears throat> but the house and then moving and all this and logistics. Oh, and preparing for the uh, uh, Conference on Masculine Excellence and doing the seminar and working out in and gym and cardio. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I looked at my to-do list last night. I'm like, holy shit. got nothing there's nothing about the worst thing it is right now is sit and wait and that's one thing i do i I can't stand that many of you in the military maybe have had had, a lot of hurry up and wait that's what i'm doing i'm sitting and wait you got to sit and wait wait for what wait for other people and we all know the number one cause of all problems in the world is people It's just like watching it it, because if you're involved, like your success, your happiness, your progress now, almost 100% of it right now relies on the actions of other people. Like everything I need to get done. I'm going to adjust this a little bit. Everything, all my future progress for the Well, not all, but uh, uh, the majority, all right now in the short term future progress is now 100% dependent on other people, and is watching a train slowly approach you, it's going to hit you. Because you know, out of the hundreds, and by association, maybe even thousands of people I'm going to rely on, at least half those tards are going to fuck up. Like, yesterday or day before, because you got a call. You got to say, oh, the plumbing's going in this week, is it now? Or next week. Now, what I got to do, I got to call the plumbing supply. Hey, did that order come in? It did. Is everything in the order? I don't know. It says so. It says on the piece of paper. Why don't you go and double check? Oh, we're missing shower somethings. Say, are those important? And then I, 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 instead of waiting... <clears throat> what I've learned is you just you just have to go to the internet. You just have to. It's like like doing your own health. You just got to go to the internet and do it yourself. But instead of waiting on someone to get back to you, just just do it yourself. It's so much. We're we're devolving from labor specialization. Everybody's going to have to support themselves in every possible way. Soon the day is going to come. Like, oh, really? You're going to deliver me my food because I don't see the food, but it's right here at the computer. We delivered you your food. And this would be in a communist country in the future. <laughs> Well, I don't see it. So now you got to grow your own food. So I went online, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, it's the handles and things. Kind of important. Don't know if it would pass inspection without it. Email. So is another set being ordered? They'll be here tomorrow. A fucking better be. <clears throat> Coming up, re- redundancy plan. Okay, well, maybe I got to go to Lowe's. Is it going to fit? Does it have the right uh, adapt- uh, adaptive screw on it? You just got to handhold and pamper every motherfucking asshole in this world that's got pubes. Because just because they got pubes don't mean they're fucking competent. And so now there's not much left for me. To, there's nothing. <clears throat> I just look. I wait. I'm like, well, is this train going to hit me or they got going to stop it on time? And you just know it's 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 gonna hit you. You just know because, like, yeah. He's but but in a very stoic way, uh, I I it's out of my control, so I don't care. So now intellectually, I'm a little bit free today. And all I got to do is this podcast. Finish off that coffee. Got to go to the gym. We got we got a lot of stuff to do on the podcast. And then uh, get get my speech up and ready for the conference of masculine excellence. Which, by the way, oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> losers of the world. Of t- <laughs> There's not a lot of tickets left. He's he's. I think he's almost sold out. <laughs> I can't believe it. It is so entertaining watching all the losers and jealous people get pissed off about somebody because he's putting on a seminar. Oh, speaking of Fresh and Fit, a lot of people are like, well, always... oh, look at you! You just suck in their day." It's like, no, this is usually uh, I got a, a fleece, and it's too warm for fleeces. Actually, I got two fleeces, <clears throat> but one has a company's name on it. They probably don't want to be associated with me. Uh, and this is usually on top of the clean pile because uh, I do wash it so regularly. So it's, it's yes, I do endorse Fresh and Fit, but it's not like I'm a I'm a sicko fan of them. Oh no. They reached a hundred thousand subscribers. Oh, and and is that gonna make you sad? Are you sad because other people are successful? <laughs> it's great. I ne- I'll never understand it. Why you hate people because they're successful? I'll never understand it, except from like a very petty uh, <clears throat> human psychology of envy and greed not even greed, greed would be like, at least people who are greedy engage in some kind of crime, like Bernie Madoff. You guys are just gel. You're just fucking pathetic and gel. And I love, I'll go through the the comment section on YouTube. I had a great interview with Donovan Sharp. It wasn't even an interview. It was just a conversation. And I've known Donovan for gosh, four or five years now. One of the most upstanding, nice guys. And you could see that in the sure enough, and we knew, we knew just why? Because he's Donovan Sharp. There'd be a bunch of haters. I don't think hate hate is not the it's it's too simple. You have to you have to put gel you have to put the gellers in. They're really just gel. Because there's no reason to hate Donovan. Like he's a nice guy. He's a good guy, works hard. And so uh, I just, I just, uh, the two bits of good news, like, oh, they're almost sold out. I think I sold one. My my audience, obviously, if you've been following me for quite some time, you're not really going to benefit from any of the seminars that either I or other people put on. But it's largely for younger people who are new. They're, you know, they just took the red pill or mom, mom got thrown in jail for drug charges. Like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe my mom wasn't right about everything. Maybe I shouldn't be wearing this dress if I want to get the girls. Uh, But uh, yeah, I just, I just, I enjoy seeing other people being happy. So congratulations to fresh and fit reaching a hundred thousand. Oh, they worked for it. They worked. They they did. I always get a kick. People think you just show up with a microphone with a blue rubber band and you buy yourself a cheap Logitech uh, uh, webcam and for some people that works, that actually does work. But the best, no, there's a lot of work that goes into it. You go to their studio, um, you, you, you look at who they, they got to hustle. They got to get people in on the show. They get people to fly in. They got to do scheduling to what, three, four hour long things, podcasts. And it's all, everyone thinks it's just like taking a dump. You just drop trowel, pull up the lid, or maybe you pull up the lid first and drop trowel, which I think is what most people do. Take your dump, wipe your ass. Okay. money comes. Let's uh, let's go through the chat room. Let's see if there are any any gellers, any gellers, any gellers yet. No gels. Oh, uh, I I always like see we got we got the regular guys here. Um. There's no, there's no jellers. Darn it. Oh, <clears throat> we do have super chats already. Let's, uh, let's knock these out real quick. Hold off. We got a lot of, we got a lot of stuff going on. Anyway, I just want to say congratulations to the guys out there. Everybody having success, everybody helping out their fellow man and any women listen, you know, brave enough to listen. And all the jealous people with their one subscriber on YouTube that they just created the account for 48 hours ago. <laughs> people are more successful than you. What if like Bill Gates gets this level of hate? You know, like some like really genuinely rich people, really, truly successful people, not just a bunch of schmucks on the internet to get like 50,000 subscribers. Like, hey. Like how much hate do they get? Or is it or is it just, does it does it hate? Does it have something to do with with the vajayjay? Is that what it is? It has something to do with sex? Because like how many people hate Warren Buffett? He, have, he doesn't do anything with with the woman. There's there's this viral some kind of hatred. It, it's it's usually against the pickup artist community. Not always like Modern Life John. He gets that too. I I, I wonder. That's probably the common variable. Because you know, does Elon Musk get hate? Probably not. I mean, I'm sure he does, you know, from some, of, but it, it has something to do. And I'm not Freud or Young or whatever those people were, but I wonder if it has to do with like these guys are actually maybe taking tangible action and being successful themselves and helping out other men as it pertains to women. Like, does Troy Francis get hate or does his, does his, uh, uh, um, uh, uh british accent protect him and sterling cooper did they get protection because they get british accent privilege is that what this i'm just wondering should ask troy if he gets as much hate all right let's bang these out and piss off the great one because he hates super chats Mexi mike 10 bucks wait a second uh the conference of masculine excellence is that the thing where you trade your hard-earned experience and knowledge for shillings (laughs) jokes on you because they just print that stuff off at the Fed. Yes. Sometimes they accept crypto or you take the, the shillings at that moment in time and you go buy the hard asset, uh, assets with it, which by the way, for me is is shower things right now. <clears throat> That's the stage. If you're wondering where your donations go, uh, they don't go to buy me a boob job. They go to buy me shower fixings. That's where today's donations go, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Yes. that. yes. And thank you, Mexi Mike. That's where, uh, older men with gray hair, or maybe not so older men with gray hair, but people, men with certainly the mileage and experience go and for a price, tell younger men <clears throat> or men who have not gone down that path. Hey, don't go down that path. You don't want to go down that path or you do want to go down this path. And yes, it's going to cost you a couple hundred to a couple grand for us to tell you that because that's a lot better than you going down there and spending $150,000 on a divorce. Oh, the irony where people have pointed out that my minimalism seminar, which I didn't offer this month or last month, I just been too busy next, next month, it'll come out. So look for, uh, may, if you're interested in that minimalism course, I always get a kick how they're just like, I can't believe spending $500 on a class on, on minimalism. Like, Oh my God, the irony. It's like the irony is if you actually stop spending money because of that $500 course, how much further ahead would you be? All it is is fighting addiction, and ultimately that addiction within human psychology. That's all it's doing is is, is reprogramming it, as opposed to saying oh, the simple thing is uh, spend less. I mean, yes, that's the simple solution. But you know how many people are addicted to things—alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, sex, uh, food. You know <clears throat> how much? How many billions did Jenny Craig and Oprah make on weight loss? Uh, you know, trying whatever they, you know, I don't know what Oprah, I never watched a, a fat losing show with Oprah, but Jenny Craig, they're like, Hey, there's a market here. Here's some food that you should eat. Just eat these types of food and it's up to the willpower. No one addresses the psychological issues or maybe psychologists do or neuropsychologists with, you know, uh, addiction, but this would target. Hey, do you want to spend less money? Okay. Try this. I've already had, gosh, we've had like 20 or 30. Maybe even 40. I have to go back and look at the numbers. And guess what? They stopped spending money. Oh, no. They might have a fully funded retirement. That wasn't worth $500. F- go! Get pissed off! And yes, I do my victory dance of joy. I, well, I don't make the full five. You, know, you got to pay Teachable and a commission. <laughs> Sometimes you got to pay out people did affiliate links and all that. But roughly, I do my happy dance of joy because I make three hundred dollars each ticket, and you can all suck my fucking dick if you don't like that. <sighs> Just so you know, I don't have the volume by which, like, I'm retiring tomorrow. Uh, but it is, it is like subsidizing my health insurance. Oh, which, by the way, holy shit. Um. Don't turn forty six, boys and girls, because your health insurance rates go up a lot. And it jumped also because I'm moving. I thought South Dakota was going to be cheaper. <clears throat> it's not in this regard. Uh, I, I go in and it's going from two hundred and ninety dollars to almost seven hundred dollars a month. I'm like, well, and I've been shopping and shopping. I may even go with this. Um, uh, the the. Uh, private christian ministries charity whatever it's a it's a private health insurance um and i gotta i gotta look up at that more because i'm like whoa four hundred dollars in my that, that's like gonna be most of my mortgage for god's sake so i gotta I i might just look into that and see how that works because what obviously i have a catastrophic insurance pe- plan because i don't I'm not some soccer mom where, where if I get where I get a paper cut and my child skins their knee, I rush them to the emergency room. I just don't use that much in, in health services. <clears throat> so I want the give me the high deductible. And then if I get hit by a truck, you know, then you got to spend the eight billion dollars to put me back together again, like the six million dollar man with inflation it would be 60 billion because of the Federal Reserve. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, so the. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't know how that works because you, the the health insurance in the state that you're in is usually associated with a hospital or a medical infrastructure that there you, Oh, you're with us. Like in, in Minnesota, I think there's United health group health partners, and maybe a couple more regions. All right. But there's a medical company associated with that, with a hospital or multiple hospitals and clinics, So I was with health partners and then, oh, that's a health partner hospital. That's a health partner. These are all the clinics with all the specialty and all that. So you buy into that insurance company and then it's like, okay, here's our, our in network. For those of you who are younger and wondering what all this insurance stuff is like, I'm 27. What do I need that for? You'll find out. But then with these, you know, essentially Christian charity type of insurance plans, well, they don't have a, they don't have a hospital or a medical infrastructure in South Dakota. Like they don't, I don't see no Christian ministries, uh, a hospital or clinics. So what do they have an agreement with these other medical industries? Like, hey, if we got this guy, will you take our money and pay out of? So that's what I got to go and figure out because I don't want to be spending the money and all of a sudden I need it. And like, oh well, you got to fly out to this hospital in Texas, but you'd be dead by then. So screw you, Clary. You know, there is such a thing as being too cheap. <clears throat> Mexi Mike again for five bucks. Another news my savings is earning 0.002%. So I'm doing great. Wait a second. Inflation is only 2.1%. <laughs> it's so sad. You have to like throw your money into something. You all got to throw your money into something. The competent man, 10 bucks. You got to check on people. Welcome to my world. Yes. It, everyone needs babysitting. Every motherfucker needs babysitting, even including your doctors. <clears throat> Won't say who, but I knew someone that, uh, they, that had a, wasn't a cancer scare. Cause they did find cancer, but the cancer, di- there was no chance the cancer spread. So, uh, this individual then goes uh, to the follow-up say, well, we're going to start you on chemo. I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I thought you said that, you, that it didn't spread that it, it went away. We got all, we got all of it. Nope. And then uh, she had to follow up with the actual doctor that did a surgery. Like, did this or this happen? No, that happened. You don't need chemo. You. There's idiots and fucking morons and incompetence and inferiors and conformies and normies everywhere. They're the real cancer of the world. They're the ones that make us spend two thirds of our time cleaning up messes instead of actually getting the fucking job done. Instead of new productive shit, we're cleaning up two thirds of our time is spent cleaning up messes because fucking like half the time I've spent working on my house has been dealing with people who fucked up. It's like, did you get? Oh, you didn't order that? When were you planning on ordering it? Oh, you got to adjust now because I scared the living piss out of you. OK, well, don't worry. There might be a lawsuit coming in case you like you ultimately have delayed this project. You have to constantly be on people's asses. And the people are like, Why are you such a tight ass? Why are you loosen up? Relax, man. It got it covered. It's like, maybe that's why your life sucks and bad things keep happening to you. <clears throat> that really is the ratio. Like, if you're on top of people, you're making things double check. Oh, is it in storage menards? It says so on the computer, send Jimmy or whatever fucking high school graduate, I'm sorry, master's degree graduate, you got working in shipping, and go find out. That happened with the appliances. Yeah, it came in. Did it? Why don't you go back into the storage facility and find out? Okay. Oh, yeah. We only got the oven. We don't have the fridge. No shit. Really? You could just bank on people being fucking morons and retards. <clears throat> was looking to graduate law school a semester early, but almost didn't because one short one summer credit. No one was going to tell me until I checked. Yeah, I would have graduated three years flat uh, out of the University of Minnesota had they not said, the, oh, well, this, this class you spent six months on, well, they had trimesters four months on. Uh, that doesn't count because you had this other math credit over here. It's like, God, I hate you guys. Fucking hate you guys. <clears throat> Anything else? Let's go through here. Bang, 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 bang. Ba, ba, da, 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 da. Competent man for five bucks again. Fresh and fit. I'm amazed they can get any girls to show up on time for the broadcast. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> That's true. Uh, of course, maybe they schedule three times when you only see shows. Uh, no, what they do is they they tell them they'll pick them up at a certain point in time. Um, But that is a very good question. I have to, I should ask Myron, like, how do you get them to show up? I never thought about that. But you're right. The When I was there a handful of times, the girls showed up on time. It's like, oh, dang. And who knows? Maybe they're going on OnlyFans and like, hey, you girls want to come on the show? You know, you're a model, or you're an Instagram. That's that's what Instagram, not fans only. It's Instagram. That's that's where uh, fresh. Uh, I'm sorry, fit. You know, fresh. Fresh goes. Uh, well, he and they. No, they've talked to gals. There, there's a lot of gals in public down there in Miami where they are. I, I, I'm sure it's a potpourri. It's a mix. But yeah, how the heck do they get them to show up? I'm impressed. See, and that just shows another skill. They get them delivered. They're delivered. Uh, am I right, man? For 20 generous Australian dollars, I love the hate. It feeds me and makes me laugh. It does, too. I, You know what? Do you guys want some hate mail? I got some hate mail. I rarely get hate mail anymore. Um, and it's the same guy uh, because it's the same IP address, and it happened at the exact same time. Uh, subject, wolfless. Wolfless. From Bigger Asshole Than You, his website or his email is cuck.com. Now, this happened at 9.30 in the morning, okay? Now, I don't know what you got going on at 9.30 in the morning, but I got important shit to do. And even though I don't have important shit to do, I'm going to go do fun shit, like go for a walk or ride a motorcycle or all the many different hobbies. Now, this is... This is the best expenditure of this guy. I'm going to assume it's a guy's time because I get the girl Sir, You are a worthless fuck. Why don't you build or produce something other than, than books of your limited life, ballroom dance, and playing with other people's money? It's my money. See, I, 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 why would I even argue it? Forget the fact someone actually willingly gave me money, and it's a private transaction. It's called volunteerism. I didn't put a bullet to this person's head. <clears throat> you talk about your compound. Why not build it you, yourself? <laughs> you skill as fuck. You tote stem. Fuck you, cuck. Undead, chronic, and hammer hand are right to go after you. Who Who are undead, chronic, and hammer hand? Uh, your stupid tax, ha, fucking kick you in the ball. <laughs> this is the best expenditure of this individual's time. But then again... With this writing like indicative uh, indicative of his uh, intelligence, it might just be the only thing he's capable of. Uh, so, and then he writes again, this time it's from Joe Go Fuck Yourself, subject fuck you. Notice the very cogent and, and laser precise arguments he's making. Uh, cucks at assholes.com. Uh, Torrent your books, fuck you. Go get gang fucked by the fresh and fit boys. <laughs> you fucking hack. If I see you out hiking in Moab, I will punch you. <laughs> One, you wouldn't be able to get to Moab. Two, what are you going to do? Go hike the seven. You know, this person is not in shape. You know, this, this guy, like <clears throat> you would have to go to the gym or have some discipline or exercise. This person has no functional capability of like getting to Moab. I mean, you can look at a map. But you have to afford a flight and you have to rent a car. And then he's going to hike the seven miles out into the desert You just to kick me. No, not kick. To punch me. Okay. <laughs> the thing. It's, this is great. I know. This is wonderful. This is entertaining. Mike. Okay. <clears throat> what have I done? What has Cappy done? I help people essentially get out of poverty. That's basically. Or avoid it. I, I mean, if we. I know that. a lot of underlying themes and lessons I, I pass on, but basically it's how not to be poor. Now, I don't know about you, but that's pretty good. I'm not selling drugs. I'm not uh, uh, selling Oprah porn crack or people magazine crack to women and having them ruin their lives. So they got to go and donate their eggs or freeze their eggs. I'm not pimping out worthless degrees doing quite the opposite. I'm not an ambulance chaser. Generally, what did Cappy do? He got a lot of people out of poverty. Now what the fuck? (laughs) Where do you get this hate? (laughs) Where do you get like? And then you finally realize, oh, you gotta be fucked in the head to be this pissed off. Like you really have to have a shitty life that this is this is the best part of your day. And we could help the guy and be like, hey man, maybe go talk to a psychologist. Maybe like you know hit the gym or go get your own life. But no, this is the best expenditure of the day. Oh, <clears throat> and it does. It's, it's entertaining. This is why hate mail. Like if you ever watch Terrence pop, he'll do the hate mail. I like, don't get me wrong. I, I, it really, I, the, I get a fair amount of like fan mail. We'll get to maybe that later. <clears throat> it, it, yeah. Little, little warm fuzzies and Cappy's crippled heart. Just barely there. Cappy's pump. Maybe it feels a little bit, but man, nothing beats hate mail. Nothing beats hate mail. Uh, I'm your Huckleberry for five Australian dollars. Put your sum of your fat fiat curvert. Here we go, guys. This is where you all are put your sum of your fiat currency current fiat, convert it into stable coins It take it on Celsius network 12.65% annual percentage yield. I don't work for them. I'm just some quanta. All right, thank you. I'm your Huckleberry. <clears throat> Ba, 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 we go. Oh, Scott Ludke, five bucks. A Lot of the information at these five hundred dollar minimalism and how to get your girls courses you can learn from a twenty dollar book. The high price is lazy people tax. I, I yes, for some true, but my minimalism course. Go read, read all you want on minimalism. Go. Uh, I have added value here. we you know, and this is what I really charge for. I, I, I would say it's the silver bullet, but it's a different approach. And the other reason for the five hundred dollars, and Scott, you'll probably understand this. And what was it, Grant Cardone or Cardoni? Someone keeps mentioning him, like he didn't make enough money until he started charging a lot. No one listens. This much I do know. <clears throat> this has to do with economic psychology. No one does shit unless they pay. You have got to pay a price, otherwise you won't do it. How many people do you? Everybody does this. Does this story sound familiar to you, boys and girls? Your friend who's got a fucked up situation comes up to you and asks for help. And you say, well, geez, Bob, dump your psychotic bipolar girlfriend or geez, Amy, stop majoring in in pre-childhood education. And then you're that would be the the solution. And then they don't do it. And then you're a little bit insulted. They're like, well, what the fuck did you ask me for? But then they go pay a a, a shrink over the course of five years, uh, 20 grand. To finally feel like, hey, wait a minute, I should get rid of my bipolar girlfriend. Yeah, I talked to the psychologist. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, which one actually had the effective change? And it's no reflection upon you. It's the fact that they have no fucking skin in the game. This is where the uh, the Clary Life Impl- Improvement Plan comes in, uh, which I haven't had a client yet. I had a couple nibbles and some bites, but nothing. <clears throat> it's simply this, like, okay, you got a problem? Give me 2000 bucks. And when you solve your problem, I'll give you a thousand back. And people are like, oh, yeah, but you didn't do anything. I'm like, I was the bookie. I was the insurance company. I was the one that took the bet against them. And I say, okay, now if you want a thousand, what? I got two thousand of your dollars. Would you like half of it back? Well, then you must lose weight or you must get your driver's license. And then people are like, but it cost him a thousand dollars to get his driver's license. He could have done that for free. He wasn't going to. It's the incentive, it's the kick in the nuts people need, and I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. uh, Brandon Gathier, uh, for two dollars. I'm in Badlands National Park. Is Wind Cave worth checking out? I don't know, you like dark holes in the ground? Um, I'm not a big fan of caves now. I know Atham loves caves, he loves spelunking. I'm not a I'm not a big cave guy. If you've ever been to a cave, yeah, go, go to wind cave. And there's another one jewel cave. I believe just 50 miles from there. Um, it, it, it's dark. It's damp. It's drippy. Uh, there's some history. They'll tell you, but it's, um, yeah, if you haven't been to a cave, check it out. But it's like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> I'm sure Atha would completely disagree with me he would, he would completely disagree with me hang on do I got my right speakers no let's go there we go checky check <clears throat> alright did I get that one I did get that one did you know, Nomad, two Canadian dollars? What is your secret for stoicism, Cap Epla? Uh <clears throat> It's having a cancer scare because it was stress-induced. That's, that's one thing. That'll kind of... But it's also like, how long do you want to be pissed off in life? And especially in this environment where the average uh, human being is decaying, not improving in quality. Uh, and also, you can't... Another way to look at it, <clears throat> I was listening to a documentary. Um, on timeline, uh, where they're interviewing this old, uh, bomber, uh, maybe not pilot, but he was in the bomber group in world war two and their death rates were horrible. And what he said is inevitably he came to ease with the fact of facing death because you can't constantly worry your, your body would shut down. You just have to accept that faith because you can't live in a life where you're constantly stressed or angry or worried or pissed off about something. <clears throat> and so what you, what you got to realize is, is worrying especially to the point it starts to affect your mental health. That, that's that's worse than whatever fate, like another perfect example is, and I wish I did this when I was younger, uh, but I was smaller and shorter. So people, you know, the tough big guys would pick on you when you were smaller and short because they're tough, big guys. Had I had the wisdom I would have probably sucker punched a ton of them. Maybe even grabbed the baseball bat and taken out a knee. Cause had I known well, while I'm young, I would probably go to juvie and juvie would suck. Or if I punch him or maybe I just get it on a fight with one of them, I get the shit kicked on me. All that pain that I'd endure doing that would be a fraction of the pain being tormented over the course of years. And so you got to you, you have, you have to kind of say, all right, what's going to be the least amount of pain here. Both psychologically and physically, but more psychologically, <clears throat> getting worked up and pissed off about it, or letting it go and ignoring it. And the the simple logic is: if you don't control it, don't worry about it. That's it. That's that's the secret. And I'll tell you another thing: it's not like oh, is that it? Okay, then I do it. it no, you have to like catch yourself. <clears throat> like, am I okay? Am I getting pissed off? For something that i don't know okay cool i'm going for a walk i'm not worrying or at least at least i'm purging it from my mind i'm not going to worry about it no one's a perfect 100 stoic it will always nag you or bother you like oh i screwed up that might come to bite me in the ass or i didn't get that report and i i really screwed up that report that it, it's i'm not saying mail it in or don't learn from your mistakes but there's no uh you, you do yourself no the there was a It was an Asian Chinese proverb. Maybe it was Confucius. Um, Worry is the unnecessary interest on a debt that must be repaid regardless. So, and you're right. He's right. You know, like what? I got to pay this debt. I screwed up or something bad happened. I'm going to have to, this is something I'm going to have to face. Worrying about it only makes it worse. So maybe that um, Eastern philosophy wisdom uh, can help you. Uh, Mexi Mike, two bucks. Feed that raging boomer boner. <laughs> Love this. Uh, Eric Burns, March five bucks. Bucks. If Mr. Hate mail is so smart, why is he letting you live rent free in his head? Yeah. I, I had another guy. It might even have been the same guy. I was like, I got to read all your books for free on the internet. I'm like, so you hate my guts, but I consumed it. If you read my books on the internet, that is at least a 20 hour endeavor. I cost you 20 hours. Like, I get pissed off if someone wastes five minutes of my time. I, I You hate me so much that you, you like, okay, kind of like you hate my gut so much <laughs> that you wasted 20 hours of your, like, minimum reading my books. Okay. Uh, the Competent Man, five bucks. Dan Pena started charging 24000 for a seminar. Okay, it's Dan Pena. It used to be for free with people filling lecture halls, but no one was doing any of it, so he started charging. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, I've said that before. Uh asshole consulting is based in part of that. Uh, I'm sorry, comment, man. I missed this one. Two dollars. Undead chronic and hammerhead are other YouTube creators. Okay, good for good for them. Were they were they after me? I mean, I, I, I couldn't care less. I I really just Although I'm kind of curious what were they going after? What? grifter he's charging money for his wisdom is that it is that all okay it's okay it's the same the same criticism is that what it is the same thing just different different day oh god anything else let's take a look here do we have atham athams in the house yeah, Atham is right. Ath- uh, Clappy is not a stoic. Don't you see how easily he gets agitated? It's true. It's true. Uh, we're going to <clears throat> keep this clean. Atham, are you on people to make a bunch of like one-word posts so we could keep the uh, chat room a little bit clean? I don't know what it is. What is it? What did he say? What do you say? All right. Um, <clears throat> For you guys. Subscribe in private mode. Oh, you assholes. Hang on. They did it. There yeah, we go. Hang on. Uh, people started reading this article. No, we're going to charge for it. Okay. All right. You guys are journalists. You have misled the world. Um, Google saves over one billion a year as employees work from home due to COVID nineteen. Alphabet said that its advertising and promotional expenses dropped by one point four billion in twenty twenty due to reduced spending, ca- paused or scheduled rescheduled campaigns in digital only event formats work from home has proven to be a boon for a lot of employees it has cut travel time saved money allowed one to dedicate more time to family and manage households better but remember corporations they should be for this right they should make this permanent because a work-life balance is very important turns out not only employees but google too has also benefited from the work from home routine the company saved around a billion as employees work from home amid the pandemic during the first quarter, now, just so you know, Google's not the first to do this. IBM has been doing this for damn near a, a decade. And they, I saw an article they saved over the course of time, like multiple billions of dollars in office expense. Uh, during the first quarter, Google parent Alphabet saved 268 million in expenses from company promotions, travel and entertainment compared to the year ago period. As mentioned in a company filing on an annualized basis, that would be over $1 billion. According to Bloomberg, <clears throat> according to a report in Bloomberg, Alphabet said that its advertising and promotional expenses dropped by 1.4 billion in 2020 due to reduced spending, paused or rescheduled campaigns, and digital-only event formats. Travel and entertainment expenses fell by 371 million. Look at that, they don't have to reimburse your your entertainment expenses. The report states that Google used the savings to offset costs incurred in hiring new talent that were thousands in numbers, marketing, and administrative costs, and the company remained flat too because of the pandemic. Why would what, you? Wouldn't you make this the new normal? However, unlike many other tech companies, Google has said that it will open its offices in most locations around September of this year. While this depends on the COVID 19 situation, it is likely to happen as countries recover from the pandemic. Now, <clears throat> even if Google doesn't force their employees to come back to work physically, why would you open your offices again and just incur the rent costs? or the heating costs of the building and maintenance and repair costs. Like I got to hire a janitor who <sighs> they they're not smarter boys and girls. I don't give a That's One mistake I made when I was younger, just cause they're in some big corporation, even if that corporation is successful, doesn't mean they're smarter. Nine out of 10 times. They just happened upon where the gold was. The company just hit, hit, they struck oil. This oil drilling operation was no smarter than the other dr- oil drillers. They just were right over the right spot at the right time. And so, but you see, they made all these billions of dollars. They must have their act together. No, they don't. No, they don't. <clears throat> However, unlike many other types Google said it will go for a hybrid models. Employees will additionally sit with ample space in between to reduce density in premises. So I would oh, say so they are coming back said Chief Financial Officer Ruth Perret. Perret also said Google will continue to invest in real estate across the globe. So you're going back, boys and girls. You're going back. Can't even call it the boomers anymore, the Gen Xers. They, how do we know if you're working if we can't see you? <clears throat> and all these psychological experiments they play on you guys, uh, employees will additionally sit with ample space in between to reduce density in premises. Like I have a buddy, uh, and they went into this open office environment and he said it was, it's maddening because like, you don't have your cube. You can't like, he's an IT and he would put things in, and you guys, if you worked in a cube, you know, you put some of your key stuff, you could, you pin it in because it's got that cloth. Like, okay, that's the, okay. Those are the codes or right, I got the code. All right. what's that? Oh, oh that's Frank's number. Okay. I'll call Frank. but now there's no walls. You just open and it's all echoey and it's as comfortable as like a cafeteria back in middle school. It's just all open with fluorescent lights. It's just, I don't know. Let people work from home. huh? They can set it up and then you know what? If people don't do their work, you know what you do? You fire them. And you find someone who can do their work from home. This isn't, ed- you don't need an MBA to figure this out. Apparently you do though over at Google. <clears throat> so there you guys go. Uh, let's stay with IT. This is for, from Pharonix, which is a, kind of a niche nerd thing. University banned for contributing to Linux kernel for intentionally inserting bugs. Now, those of you who are uh, IT professionals, you're going to know this better than me. So uh, I'm, I'm just joyful because it's my alma mater, the University of Minnesota. Uh, Greg Croa Hartman has banned a U.S. university from trying to mainline Linux kernel patches over intentionally submitting questionable code with security implications and other exper- experiments in the name of research. Stemming from this research paper where where researchers from the University of Minnesota intentionally worked to stealthily introduce vulnerabilities into the mainline Linux kernel, they intentionally introduced use-after-free bugs into the kernel convertly for the research paper. See how clever they were being? Now, these, I presume, are doctorates, right? In STEM. These are your your people. These are your academics coming from the University of Minnesota. I mean, it's every university out there, but... My God, man, I cannot emphasize this enough. The University of Minnesota is a horrifically shitty school in all regards. Maybe their dental program is good. Maybe the medicine program is good. But the rest of it is shit. I mean, do any of you know, like, the University of Minnesota, have you ever heard the, the Gophers winning anything? Have you ever seen uh, uh, even a, I mean, okay, the Twins won a, a World Series once. Vikings never won. I don't think their hockey team won anything. Minnesota, the culture of the people, and ultimately the university, suck. They suck. The business school sucks. The law school sucks. Their liberal arts program sucks. The university sucks. Nothing spectacular or excellent, bar maybe B.F. Skinner and Borlaug, have come from it. And those guys were decades ago. And now it's just this shit school that shit kids from shit suburbs and shit neighborhoods go to major in shit. It really is like the C minus of all the schools and all the world. It just is this below par university. And I argue it stems from the culture. So it doesn't surprise me with such shitty soil to grow in these crappy plants come up, whether it's in IT or programming or whatever else. I mean, look at me, for Christ's sake, I suck as a business graduate. Uh, But even after this paper, there has been a new round of patches from the University of Minnesota researchers that claim to come from a new static analyzer, but without any real value to the patches. These new questionable patches don't appear to have any real value, good or bad, and at the very least are just wasting time by upstream developers. This has led Greg to calling them out and banning them from trying to contribute to the Linux kernel in the future. Greg wrote this morning on the kernel mailing list, these new patches obviously were not created by a static analysis tool that is of any intelligence. This is where I would lose because I I don't know what he's talking about. As they're all the result of totally different patterns and all of which are obviously not fixing anything at all. So what am I supposed to think here other than that you and your group are continuing to experiment on the kernel community developers by sending such nonsense patches. See, what I like about I'm wondering what is Greg's academic background because if I know this about Linux, like if you're programming on the kernel of Linux, like you're open, so, uh, you're open pro, you're programming on open and end software. <clears throat> you really got to have a passion for it. I have a feeling that Greg was doing this probably, arguably, before he even had pubes. It makes me wonder, does he even have a doctorate? Like, is his education like nothing compared to the researchers? Yet, because he's a purist, like, he actually knows this shit. He's been doing it, not studying it. He's a doer, not a teacher. Like, he could just identify it, looking at the code, like, this is all bullshit. And call out these professionals, these academics. With, like, no official training or education in Linux. Well, in computer science. A few... um. A few minutes with anyone with the semblance of knowledge of C can see that your submissions do not do anything at all. So to think that a tool created them and then that you thought they were a valid fix is totally negligent on your part, not ours. You are the one at fault. It is not our job to be the test subjects of a tool you create. Because of this, I will now have to ban all future contributions from your university and rip up your previous contributions as they were obviously submitted in bad faith with the intent to cause problems. So those from the University of Minnesota are no longer welcome to contribute to the upstream Linux kernel development. And a follow-up message that is, in a follow-up message, is indeed confirmation that the prior University of Minnesota patches to the Linux kernel <clears throat> are going to be reverted. And it's like, Oh, Michael. Oh, he's the author. I know this may shock you, but Michael Larabel, uh, who is the principal author uh, at this website. Uh, and has written over 20,000 articles covering the state of linux hardware support, linux performance, graphic. Uh, he kind of looks like that you the way you would expect him to look. Kind of looks looks the way you'd expect him to look. So, all right, let's catch up on the super chats. doop Oh, I got uh Cappy, the overlords need us to need to see us working. Yes, <clears throat> they need to see you working. I wonder how much. We'll never know the percent, but a lot of them is just this: like they got their MBA and they worked hard and they had to suck under some boomer boss, and now they want to lord over you. Like now you get to suffer. I suffered, so you have to. Uh, Riffs from the abyss, six 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 for two bucks. Thank you. Thank you for that. Wait. Were you the client I had? Looking. You look like a client I had. Uh, Renegade show. Five bucks. Cappy, listening to this, you're making me damn happy that stupid can't walk on water. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, good. Are you on a boat in a way? Oh, you are. Look, you are on a boat. What are you out in the middle of the ocean? You got internet reception? That'd be great. Just sail around the world. Listen to like Elon Musk's uh, satellite network, global Dark man Jeff for five bucks, our aspiring accounting agent in the field, the competent man five bucks. Google's genius was they bought AdSense and AdWords from another company. For all its tech, they sell advertising. Otherwise, Google was going nowhere. <clears throat> Could be. I'm kind of unaware. Like, oh, this company bought out that company to get this thing and that technology, and then they integrated it. And but it it makes my point. It's not good I mean, it, it just happened to have that opportunity at this moment in time. And I'll be perfectly honest. Like if there was no internet, I, there'd be no asshole consulting. You think this would not, you know, all these internet people and podcasts, they, they, we, we wouldn't, we'd be just regular old working folk too. Uh, Eric Burns, Marsh, five bucks. University of Minnesota sports teams can't win because you can't intimidate opponents when your neighborhood is called dinky town. Well, yeah, but who, what, let's say you're uh, uh, a really talented athlete in high school. Do you want to go to Minnesota fucking soda? where it's 20 below and, and, and look up Minnesota girl. Like you don't even have to look it up on the internet. Like every young man goes to college primarily for girls. He's like, I don't, I don't want Minnesota girls. Where do you want? You want to go ASU. You want to go, uh, you want to go Florida, Miami. You want to go Texas. Hmm. The who's who and long hair and the Southern accents. hmm. That's where, that's where you want to go. California, obviously. I'm sure your average 17-year-old aspiring athlete doesn't really think about tax rates. But University of what? North Dakota. University of Michigan. Oh, Michigan's got a good football team. I'll grant you that. University of Iowa. Uh, University of what? Montana. Uh, Not exactly the hottest chicks. Not exactly the hottest chicks. (laughs) Competent man, seeing you work remote, got a USB mouse jiggler. What? No, I got a I got a wired mouse. Um, so I I don't know what that is. Taekwondo for two euros. They need to whip us in person, or no need for them. Yeah, what would happen if just the CEO and everything got really streamlined, and maybe maybe a handful of lieutenants under them, and then everybody just kind of does their job? Because could you imagine? Think about this. If the average person today was the same competence as the average person in 1947, right, how much less management you'd need to babysit these fucking idiots. Like you could have a very thin layer of management and the rest are all troops, you know, because you could rely on the troops to do their fucking job. And by the way, that doesn't mean like, oh yeah, bring them in and have them do the job. I'd be like, no, you hire the people that could work from fucking home or you don't hire them at all. Oh, I just, just, and then how much cheaper things would be? Cause you're not paying for one, the mistakes of the fucking is by the way, which could also be in management. Let's, let's not forget what happened to banking by the way, boys and girls all the way to the executive level. <clears throat> but then also not just because of the lack of mistakes, but you didn't need as much labor. I bet you today, I'm not Ken, I bet you you need twice as many people today, maybe even three, because I was going to say twice the number of people today to be as productive as one person in 1947, because one person would be as productive as the guy in 1947, but the other one would just be a fuck up. But then it dawned on me, well, wait, that would cancel each other out. Because the one productive person today is going to have to spend at least some of their time uh, fixing the fuck-ups of the incompetent person. So you probably need three people to be as productive as somebody in 1947. One guy, two to be productive, and then you got the one fuck-up. So the the fuck-up and productive guy, number one, cancel each other out. So then you have the one productive guy, which is the equivalent to one guy who's productive in 1947. And don't even get me started about the tremendous pissing away of money and waste they spend on on, on trade politics and marketing on that. Don't even—I'm—I'm I'm sure your diversity and inclusion department is not exactly the most well-funded department, but it's still an egregious waste of money. An egregious waste. Uh, I'm your Huckleberry for two Australian dollars. They didn't burn the U of M. Didn't they burn the U of M down during a peaceful protest? They've done that. Uh I didn't I didn't pay attention if they did that in Dinky Town this last time during the um the uh, what's his name? Uh, George riots. Uh but somewhat regularly, if the gophers by some miraculous Intervention by God won a football game. They would, the students would write. This goes back to the 90s. They'd turn up cars, set cars on fire. I, again, <clears throat> cannot emphasize this enough. The University of Minnesota is a very subpar university, and it has nothing to do with the buildings or the computers because that's universal material. Okay. The computers are the same, the buildings are the same. And so it's the inferior people that attend and staff it. So don't be surprised. And also it didn't help that Frat row led right up to the uh to the football stadium. Uh that that didn't help out at all. And that that was that was before the the woke religion. That was just spoiled little Quantajas from the suburbs. That's really what it was. Dude, bro, you get fucked up. I know you all think Gen X is like really cool and awesome. They're not. They're not. I grew up with them. They're a bunch of fucking assholes. Uh, Omen Crimson, two bucks. I Googled Minnesota girl. Okay, let's Google Minnesota girl. <laughs> Minnesota girl. Give an image. Okay, they don't look like this. They, they do not look like this. Uh, you scroll down, it kind of... Yeah. <clears throat> That, that that no, this is they, they I, I can I can attest to you they do not look like this. they're not that good looking oh. boom, Jack is in the house yesterday got told by the personnel that managers have come up to asking them for work wait yesterday got told by the personnel that managers have come up to them asking for work. <clears throat> I don't get it, Jack. What do you mean? Like managers are looking to, at the underlings for work or they're looking for work. Like, Hey, submit your work. Public nuisance, two bucks. Have you heard of Josh fluke? Yeah. I kind of like the guy. I busted his balls. One time I did a clarity test on him. I believe cause someone paid me cause I'm a whore. Um, but he is up. I'll give you a perfect example. <clears throat> He is the foremost authority on identifying and and passing through corporate bullshit. I love how he takes down. He'll do like he'll call up HR people and like act like he's an applicant and all that. There's a perfect example of somebody with a niche who's providing value to society in this community. And if he wanted to do a seminar, by God, he has every fucking right to do it because it'd be damn well worth a five hundred dollar seminar to go and hear Josh Flukes, you know, here's here's my general conclusions and your takeaways rather than having to go through his entire material, which you can if you want. You'll get get everything out of the 14 speakers that are going to be at the Conference on Masculine Excellence. You'll get everything for free if you want to go through all 14 speakers' material, which is going to be 100 hours each, so you're looking at 1,400 hours. Uh, It's a lot of time. You're basically just trading time for money. Apart, and to Scott Ludke's point as well, you, this is why I don't do a lot of finance seminars. Uh, simply because I do have a book out called Bachelor Pad Economics. Like, yeah, you could, it's going to be easier for you. Like if I ever did a finance seminar, which I'm not against, but it'd be new material, be very niche, something new, and it wouldn't be that expensive. <clears throat> but you don't have to go through all my videos to get the financial wisdom. Just go get Bachelor Pad Economics. Paperback Kindle and audio for 20 bucks or something like that. But yeah, if there's, if there's new stuff and I wonder if Josh fluke, hasn't written a book. I don't think he has the renegade show for two bucks. Yes. I'm on a boat. I'm also from Bozeman, Montana. could confirm the ladies there are lovely. If you like unshaven legs and pits dreadlocks and being chauffeured in a uh, lesbian limousine, Subaru wagon. Oh, but Subarus make sense out there because of all the snow, and they are four wheel drive. I thought Missoula was the leftist part of Montana. Competent man, five bucks. Mouse jiggler moves mouse when you are not at a keyboard. Amazon sells. If you take a fifteen minute break, it turns it on. Don't get the Are you there? Quest. Oh, see, competent man. I haven't I haven't worked for another employer in nine years, so I kind of missed out on the work from home if it were to ever be offered. So I've never had that that experience, where it's like, "Are you there?" Question, um, <clears throat> but it's clever. I like it. Public nuisance, two bucks. What do you think of the Wisconsin Northwoods? Rhinolier? I've never been there, but I've been through like Highway Eight. Not Blackhawk. Blackhawks on the interstate. Um, what is the town? Tomahawk. Been through Tomahawk, and that's about as far north as I've been in Wisconsin. It's woodsy; it's great for hunting deer. You're remote, lots of lakes, lost, lots of fishing, lots of mosquitoes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I've never been to Rhinelander though. Um, uh, There's a piece of me that maybe wants to go to the the shore of Lake Superior. Eh, I, you know, I, I keep in mind I grew up in Wisconsin, so I'm I'm, I'm sick of it. It's the same piece of pussy for 17 years for me. I'm like, I don't need this. I'm like, give me a new piece. i let's go to Minnesota. That'll make sense. Yeah. That'll be different than Wisconsin. Uh, Wando for two bucks. Wish I could send you my company organigram. We could send it. I'm not going to share what it is. You could send it anonymously too. Uh, blue North bear five bucks. I work from home now for a corporation and 95% of the company's stupidity is cut on my life. Is it still stay safe to stay? Well, yeah. Stay at home guys. Get your questions clear. Come on, get them clear. Don't make me guess what you're asking. Is it still safe to stay? Yeah. At home. Yes. Stay at home. I don't know why it wouldn't be what you want to go back to the corporation where you deal with the bullshit. Ostrich Farmer, two bucks. Any recommendation for a 14er to climb? Um, A real easy one. God, it's just outside of Blackhawk, Colorado, or Empire, Colorado. And the reason it's easy is you drive up to about 12,000 feet, and it's only a three-mile up and down. Um, so that that's the easiest one to do, especially if you've never done one before. You're going to want to acclimate yourself to uh that altitude. But I've never I've, the only one I've ever done is like Mount Erstadt, I believe it is it's called some German name. Uh and you really if you want to do 14 ers you better just spend at least a summer in Colorado climbing. And I don't mean starting with a 14er. I mean like you start at 12,000, maybe you get up, you know, what's it not hallett. Yeah it was Hallett. Yeah, Hallett Peak. That's a that's a good starting one it's not too hard until you get up to about 13,000. Um, and it's in Rocky mountain national park, beautiful views, very beautiful. Uh, but I would, I would do that one. Start with that first, get acclimated to the altitude and then do 14ers. Uh, <clears throat> but I'm sure there are some 14ers that are much prettier than others. So I would, I would go, you know, look up 14 er club or, Colorado Hiking Club and asking, you know, what's the best 14 or most pretty. Look out for the assholes like, "I really like this mountain." Because you hike 2 days in and you got to hike up with a tree. There's some weirdos out there that just like pain. I'm uh, Some guys try to all do all the 14ers in, in Colorado. One girl I knew did 14 14ers in 14 days. Oh. <laughs> Uh, let's do some uh sponsors real quick. Uh sponsors, piratebooktakedown.com. If you have people that want to basically pirate your content on the internet, doesn't have to be a book. Could be videos, could be uh <clears throat> music. Go to pirate book, piratebooktakedown.com and have Doug go and find out where they are if, if, for money, obviously. <laughs> He's charging for money. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Doug will go and scour the internet for where your content is being offered for free, and then uh, for extra money, he will send the DMCA notices to take them down. And then for even extra money, he'll contact the uh, the uh, uh, what's it called the website supplier, the domain person, and usually that gets it taken down. I've used him. I think Rolo has used him. Uh, so yeah, go to PirateBookTakedown.com and hire Doug. Totally worth it. Academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com. If you don't want to write any worthless college papers anymore, and you might as well because we're all online and your professor can't see you. This isn't your handwriting. Uh, So uh, tell Alex that I sent you. And uh, why, why waste your time writing worthless college papers on, yes, yes. Socialism is great. Women are wonderful. Peen is bad. We got it. We got it. Give more money. Money printer, go burr. We got oppression, colonialism. We got it. And they got it. They got you covered over at academiccomposition.com. <clears throat> also, Alex is always hiring writers and marketers. So if you'd like to work... And oh, by the way, he doesn't have offices because he's not a fucking idiot. So if you would like to work from home, it's not a fun job. It's not fun writing Marxist slop. Right, It's not fun marketing. But if you want to work from home, there you go. Alex is always hiring at academiccomposition.com. Non communist science fiction.com. Go there and get some of Michael Kingswood's books. Uh, Mike is a science fiction author, but he's different than all the other ones because he's the only non communist science fiction author out there. So go to non communist science fiction.com. The Science of Mastering Women, written by Linda Gross. You can find that on Amazon. She is a board certified if that's a thing a psychologist and kind of like the book of numbers she did a psychological analysis that said okay here's the things you could do psychologically to improve your chances with the girls by the way boys and girls it's going to give you most of three percent advantage over working out making money dressing nice and by the way, being tall, <laughs> those are your four main variables. But if you want that slight uh, statistical advantage, a little bit more, right? Well, then get the science of mastering women by Linda Gross. Linda also has a podcast out. You can find Linda Gross spelled the exact way it sounds, Linda Gross, like that. Uh, <clears throat> the fragments of game. This was an interesting book. I'm going to put this in the chat room if you guys are looking for another book to buy. Um, let me, you know what? Let me do it justice and read here Uh, a compelling social theory about the last days of the pickup art we can't deny that the study of man-woman dynamics will continue but the way of approaching women as a game has changed we see internet gurus today telling you how to be more alpha and stuff but they like a deeper understanding of the culture it's only a pale reflection of what it was the secret society could be broken for some but news is but news is the decline of the pickup communities was an intentional strategy to regress to its initial state to begin again under the radar. Have you ever heard of the practice of game? The known art of seduction has its good times and has had its good times in the last fifteen years. But the traces go back much earlier, and the consequences are still present for us. This book sets up a journey in discovering the origins, but more importantly, maps the personal journey into the decline of publicly to the decline publicly of the pickup artists and reveal the different possibilities and venues I choose to practice the game as a different path from social circle game predominant in recent times. Fragments of game claims to be claims that the game is broken, but ignites a careful search to discover the pieces, not in order to rebuild pickup, but to declare its permanence. So um, <clears throat> Rick Arulano, he's the guy who wrote it, and we had some email exchange. I said, well, what's it about? He said, basically, it's a historical account of pickup going back 20 years since the game was written by neil strauss and he, it's it, and for those of you who you know let's say you're not in pickup anymore you just don't care you're like here's your money get do do what i want um it sounds very interesting to me from a historical perspective like oh yeah who are these guys what happened he's saying it's basically a historical account of pickup and how it's evolved over time and what it is today and so i'm like that guys that kind of sounds interesting that kind of sounds interesting So you guys can find that there. Uh, Bunkerbasics.com. Go to Bunkerbasics.com with Bunker Bob. He is your go-to guy for survival, prepping, putting together a bunker, diversification, not only of your income, but your resources. So you can go to Bunkerbasics.com with Bunker Bob. Then we got the uh, League of Extraordinary Podcasters, Pushing Rubber Downhill at PushingRubberDownhill.com. You can also get the book. Piero San Giorgio, Donovan Sharp uh daybydaycartoon.com that's not a that's not a podcast but uh, it's a a webcomic the longest running conservative webcomic out there written by chris Muir, daybyday.com masculine geeks the goddamn bacon at the goddamn bacon.com who kindly he, he talked about it yesterday 2 days ago about it's the same damn nobodies who say the same damn thing about slightly different people how dare you make money Jack Napier and Rob says over at Red Evening, you can search that. It's the problem if you search YouTube for Jack Napier, you come up with the Joker. So what you got to do is search Jack Napier, Red Evening, and you'll find the channel. Uh, I think it's every Tuesday, him and Rob of robsays.net do a podcast. Uh, Turd Flingy Monkey, you can find him on BitChute. David Perodin at safetyphd.com. He has his podcast there. Uh, Better Bachelor on YouTube. Rule Zero. It's hosted at different sites, so search Rule Zero on YouTube, and you'll go and you find different places. <clears throat> Rolo Tomasi, Troy Francis, Modern Life Dating, John Ryan Stone, Rich Cooper, and finally the Black Brigade. Who I'm gonna put the link in here. If you would kindly go and subscribe, everyone, right now we got 273 people. Let me tell you about DT. Many moons ago, some of you will have remembered the good old in the good. Remember when DT and the man had a podcast? Those were good times. But because there were creative differences, this great band broke up. Uh, Both of them went their own separate ways. And uh, DT has continued to do the Black Brigade debrief. And it was political and more recently, uh it's uh, philosophical, which I do appreciate the change because I don't know about you, but I'm kind of getting sick and tired of politics. <clears throat> now, but what was funny is back in the day where DT and the man were growing pretty well, I said, hey, I'd like to sponsor you guys. Like, we're not ready to accept money. And I was like, what, 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 what? Because that don't compute in my mind. I said, why don't I just give you 20 bucks and you mention my book? No, we're not ready for that yet. You're not ready. You're not ready to. Cause I don't know about you. I was ready to take money at about like two and a half. Like I didn't know what those coins I found in my dad's pockets were. All right. Uh, and I didn't really know what a $5 bill was when I got it in the envelope from my grandma. But by God, I knew I, I knew the five was more valuable than one. And boy, if you got yourself a Hamilton, holy cow, were you living large in 1984? I was ready to take money long before I was double digits in age. But here's DT. No, we don't want any no money. No money. So this then resulted in a very interesting philosophical disagreement. I wouldn't say argument, but disagreement. I'm well, just take the fucking money here. What do we, what, what's so complicated about this? And so this is four or five years ago. Now DT wants to get monetized. Now he, now he wants the monetization. And it's sad because it's like, all right, he puts a lot of work in this podcast. He's very regular. I think he's up to like 300 episodes. Uh, It's like, okay. Oh, and by the way, he does a lot of editing and sounders, some of which are hilarious. You almost want to watch the the show as opposed to just listen to it because some of his graphics are just drop dead funny. He's like, I need to get up to a thousand subscribers so I can monetize my channel. I'm like, oh, 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 now we want money. What, what, you didn't want money when you're whatever, 37. Now you're, now that you're 42, 44, whatever his age is. Now you want money? Now you want money. So if you would, I think I put the, did I put the link in there? Yeah, there it is. If you'd all go kindly subscribe to our good, when it comes to money, tarted friend DT. And subscribe to his channel. It would make him very happy. And as advice for all of you in the future, if you ever go on the internet or in any endeavor, take the fucking money. Okay? If you got the opportunity to monetize, like run ads. That's right. there is a bit of a touch of the tism uh, in my industry. Where I don't know if you guys remember Bernard Chapin, but long ago, like, hey, you wanna, you wanna, I'll run some ads. No, I don't matter. We don't take ads. Molyneux is the epitomal example of this. I'm not taking advertisements. I got deplatformed from YouTube. It's like, oh. Just, just, I, I'd call up people or email. I'm like, hey, I'd like to give you money and run advertisements on your show. Crickets chirping. Then the Great Apocalypse comes by and everybody freaks the fuck out. Oh, they took my monetization away. It's like, well, you still got your channel, don't you? You still got a following. Why don't you take sponsors? that I, 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 I would threaten the structural intellectual integrity. Well, how do I get the money? So there we go. So follow. Get back to the super chats to piss off the great one. Oh <laughs> blue North Bear, five bucks. I apologize for being unclear. You're it's costing you. I was asking if working for a company is advisable with all of its leftist policies, even when working at home. Look, all companies are gonna go left. The only safe place for employment. Now, and increasingly so in the future, will to be to join part of the 1099 superior race. That's the only safe place. The only. Right? Yes, if you go and work for a smaller corporation that isn't publicly, you know, traded or just a small mom-pop company or even a, a mid-sized one or a foreign one, <clears throat> yes, you won't have to worry about this. But going into the future, because All of not just the United States population, but all Western population, the vast majority of people, all they have is the traits they were born with. And people call it identity politics. I like traits because it's not identity. Although I guess identity is more encompassing because like I identify as a helicopter. Ah. I'll just call them traits. That's all these worthless people have in their life. And that's all that you can advertise and market to. Isn't, isn't, um, is it June? Um, uh, uh LGB2 Appreciation Month, or isn't that coming? Watch all the corporations put a rainbow flag up on their advertisements, <clears throat> up on their commercials. We here at RSM of Gladfrey, Poland really support our brothers and sisters and non-binary people over at the accounting community. It's going to happen. It's going to be real. Out. That's that's the new marketing. And until a future generation, because it sure as fuck ain't going to be Gen X. Until a future generation comes up with a new shtick, a new marketing, a new management strategy, this is, they got their hammer. <clears throat> their hammer is woke politics, and they're going to keep beating it because business leaders are dumb as fuck. There's not going to be anything new. It's not... Th- and they can't just sit and do nothing. You can't just, well, I'll be a good manager. and We'll tidy up the books and provide a good product at a good service or a good, a good product at a good price. That's not sexy enough. People with their MBAs and their undergrads and all that, that's not enough. They have to be the profession plus politics. Because you can't just sit there and like, you know, look at, I've talked about this before. Look at city councils. In all reality, the vast – unless your your city is growing very fast, uh, the vast majority of municipal politics and municipal finance should be incredibly boring. Okay, we got garbage pickup. Uh, we got the street sweepers. We got uh, the cops. <clears throat> we got a little bit for the fire department. And, uh, and then the local library. I mean, really, that, that's it. Those are your five main ones unless I'm missing something. And it should not be that that, the management of those five departments over the many hundreds of years that not only the United States, but other places have existed. That should be streamlined and and just by the book boring. Oh, but we can't do that. We got to ban plastic bags. We have to raise awareness for the dolphins. We have to make a statement about diversity, about how much we love black people, even though we're in the middle of freaking, I don't know, Idaho, and there ain't no black people here. Why? Because of ultimate importance is not the efficient management of the municipal government for the benefit of the citizens of that city. It's so that the psychopaths who run on the city council can feel good about themselves. And doing ho-hum accounting to fund the library is just not sexy enough. And the same thing happens in corporate America and other corporations. You can't just be a good fucking controller or CFO and make sure the finances of the company are, are kept. No, we got to make a declaration about da 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 da. The CEO can't just be the ultimate leader of the company and ultimate res- person responsible for the and, and chart the general strategy of where the the company goes and, and come up with ideas and okay, let's do this new technology. Let's pursue this strategy. So we get, we could, we can get lower prices, but higher profits and edge out our competition. That's not enough. No, I have to fill in leftist political champion cause there, the children, the worms, whatever, whatever it is. And that is where all at least big corporations are going. Small to medium ones, maybe not so much. Particular industries like manufacturing or uh, utilities. You know, if you're a lineman, a lot of a lot of uh, union jobs—not not government union, but you know, trade union—that uh, would be somewhat inoculated with it. Working in the oil fields or coal mines, that's going to be inoculated from it. But as long as you get to work from home. Keep in mind, the leftist politics is only, I would say, 10% of the bullshit. There's just regular old 90% corporate bullshit, which already made corporate America. It, it wasn't like all of a sudden this woke shit started happening five years ago. I'm like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Now I'm going to be a 1099er. This happened decades ago where I realized you guys are a bunch of fucking lying sacks of shit. And fuck you. So even without the political politics of the... uh of, of, of corporate America, you wouldn't want to be part of that team. And you wouldn't want to go to the office anyway. But do they pay? And do, do you do you get to work from home? You do? Shut the fuck up and be happy. If it really bothers you, if you're really concerned, well, then start, get cracking. Get, get your job. <sighs> Chris Puckett, two bucks. Your sponsorship on Lycus was brilliant. Yeah, that catapulted me into to where I am now. I owe Tom Lycus a lot. A lot of you guys are here because of Tom Lycus. All right. <clears throat> um, let's get some good news. You guys want some good news? I wish I had my sound on. You guys like the news? Uh, over 200 Seattle police officers quit amid nation's protest one day ago. <clears throat> The departing officers have cited what they call an anti-police climate in Seattle. City council policies and disagree. See, what I tell you about city they can't just keep the roads clean, shit off the streets, fund the cops, fund the police, fund the schools or whatever. How, how much you want to bet, especially in Seattle, the average city councilman or councilwoman, the about they spend 80% of their days politicking instead of just running the damn operations of the city. And of that 80% of bullshit, how much you want to bet this year, at least half of it was condemning the police or making unneeded statements about, we are going to, we're the cops, we're going to disband them, and we don't need the cops. <clears throat> and if you look at someone funny, we're going to send you to jail and arrest you for assault charges as a cop. I'm going to tie your hands behind your back, and you better not touch anyone. <laughs> so I did- and there's consequences for that. There's consequences. City Council policies and disagreements with police department leadership. Police Chief Arian Diaz. But wait, he should be free. Diaz, that's a Latino name, right? He should be free of any criticism. <clears throat> oh, the left comes from you. All. Don't you think just the way you were born? Don't you think your traits are going to stop, stop them? They're coming after you. Uh said Tuesday that the department is in what he called a staffing crisis. <laughs> Exit interviews reveal that some departing officers retired early and that others left for policing jobs in different cities or private sector jobs. City council is considering new cuts of $5.4 million to the police department's budget. Durkin is cautioning against additional co- cuts and activists have applauded the reductions. Right, because they want your shit. Oh, that was it? <clears throat> that was all there was? Hang on, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. There's got to be a story out there. Okay, here we go. Uh, Called for additional city police department cuts following nationwide protests over police brutality and excessive use of force targeting people of color. They just want a lawless society so they can turn it all into the what? The chop or the chaz or whatever they called it. Despite an increased focus on recruitment and retention, (laughs) the Seattle Police Department continues to lose sworn officers at a record pace due to ongoing budget uncertainty. No, it's not the budget. You can tell everyone it's the budget. It ain't the budget. It's getting spit in the face and having people shit on their cars. I'm sure that it's it's not the budget. The office of Mayor Jenny Dirk said in the statement, based on exit interviews, we know the city council's threats of continued layouts or cuts ha- are having a direct impact on decisions to leave the department. Uh, city council member Lisa Herbold, chair of the Public Safety and Human Services Committee, said Tuesday that the council has fully funded the police department's hiring plan for 2021, including money to hire 114 non-sworn employees who work in to address public safety Issues officers, all right. So, non sworn that means not cops. That means you're what do they call them? Hugging people? Wasn't many of like they're gonna have uh violence interrupters? Was that what it was? They're gonna cut, they're gonna have the 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 huggy people, the the feel goods folk. So, that's not cops. Herbold said she has proposed a bill supporting the investments and others requested by the department. Uh, the reductions being considered are from salary savings from officers leaving and do not reduce the numbers of officers SPD can hire. (laughs) Right, well, if a cop quits, that frees up what? What's the average cop make in a major city? 60, 65 grand, maybe 90 with uh, benefits, because health insurance, I'm sure, is pretty high for a cop. Yeah, so it frees up the money. Yeah, but you you have less cops. What the the pile of money doesn't protect you assholes in Seattle. It's the guy or the gal behind the shield that does, you fuckwits. I but I cannot be more happy. I abs I there shouldn't please get rid of your cops. Please Minneapolis, I think their uh their force is down about an eighth. And, and then carjackings are up in Minneapolis. Ooh, I'm sure other crime is up as well. I get rid of them. You don't like cops? Get rid of them. Absolutely, get rid of them. And any of you cops out there that are working for a major, uh, uh, or just not even major, I guess, a liberal town, get the fuck out. Go somewhere else. Go work in a small town. Go, go find Barney Fife and Andy Griffith, and and you know, like they'd always deputize Otis because they needed a third cop <laughs> fucking deputizing the town drunk just that it's not worth it it's not worth the risk of going to jail it's not risking your the city council not having your back it's not worth it where the the society or the city you're in is trained to hate you oh fuck no it's not worth it no way <clears throat> heck even at the u of m I was I wasn't going to read it, but I'll, I'll just mention it. The the student government body it's called the Minnesota Student Association. Uh, they were making not threats against the cops, but like saying, "Oh, you know, cops are bad and racist." And you know, regular, and the University of Minnesota Police Department, which I worked under, that's where the security team is under. It's not a big department, not a lot of cops there. And they've always been good communal officers. Uh, uh, they were always good. I don't I don't think I had new one bad cop. Even one that you didn't like. Oh, I, I disagree with his personality. We're like, no, nah, these guys are all cool. I'd like to party with them. And one of one of these, you know, spoiled little brats from the suburbs who at eighteen knows more uh, about you know community safety than, than the police do. He's talking about just start fucking shit up and expend the resources, call in fake bomb threats, things like that. And it's like, fuck you. you know, like, <clears throat> and if I, if I was cappy. I was the police chief. I grew right up to the university president and said, you're going to knock this shit off right now. And you're going to ban these kids. You're going to kick them off campus. Otherwise, we're going on strike. And then we'll see how well you do without. And that's like the cops should just go on strike. Just go on strike. <sighs> no, we're all on strike. And you let everyone know. Everyone know. Cops are going on strike. Don't know when we're coming back, but as of Tuesday, Seattle has no cops. None, no cops. <clears throat> it will be great celebration. They'll have one. The activists will have one. And then your city, you think Seattle's a shithole now. <laughs> and then I bet you the cops, when you go on strike, you might be able to find some part-time employment in the surrounding neighborhoods and suburbs of whatever town you quit because I have a feeling those police chiefs know there's going to be shit spilling into their neighborhoods and they're going to need a defensive perimeter. And they just, oh uh, yeah. Okay. Set up. Here's your uniforms. Actually, you wouldn't even uh, take off that badge, put on that one. All right. You were Seattle. Now you're Bellevue. Yeah. See, I it up now. All you guys are uh, coming up from Seattle. Yeah. Now you're, well, Tacoma could go to shit too. Renton. Now you're renting cops. Got it. See, ha ha. Rent our cop. Ha ha. There's a town called Renton. In Seattle, <laughs> Atham, look it up. Uh, but, but, but Diaz says the police department is hiring more community service and crime prevention officers to handle non-criminal calls, but that he remains concerned additional frontline officers are leaving to the department. Oh, no, I'm hoping that starts to level off. I don't know. You could stop treating your cops like shit. Crazy solution. Crazy solution. Oh, keep leaving, guys. Keep leaving. That's some great news. That is some great news uh i don't know why that decided to play and just so you know by the way uh none of you should be good samaritans none especially in liberal towns you see someone getting fucked up i mean unless it's old grandma lady okay or a little kid okay i I got you there okay there's some old guy in a wheelchair all right i think you, you need one but if someone's like Someone's house is on fire. He sees it and it's like, oh, am I in the leftist district? I am in a leftist district. Well, oh. <clears throat> I'll just keep walking and, oh, is someone stealing that car in St. Paul? I should probably call. Oh, wait, you know who owns that car? Probably somebody who voted Democrats and hates the cops. Oh, just, uh, nope. <clears throat> <sighs> David won 28, two bucks a mini Apple city councillor makes over a hundred thousand per year. Right. And that's the main reason. And they also have a worthless degree. They won the lottery. They won the liberal lottery. They majored in worthless shit, but by statistical luck getting elected, <clears throat> they now make the six figs a year and they, they will let their city burn as long as they, so they will never be truthful with their citizens. Say, you guys got to get your act together and stop committing crime and stop burning down buildings and uh, stop blocking the interstate. All right, uh, And we're, we're going to have some laws here that I'm, I'm tendering forth the city council to do that. <clears throat> they won't get reelected. They, not just the city of Minneapolis, but cities like it. Their populations want a revolt. They want a revolution. Not all of them. There's some innocent people living in these major metropolitan areas as well. But they don't realize that <clears throat> if they get rid of the cops, <laughs> you're not going to have a society left. And, but they, they're they such ideologues. They're so addicted to the revolutionary ideology that they will vote in spineless city council members who will do what the dumbass masses say, and never say, hey, get your act together, actually being true leaders, and then they will go and stab the cops in the back. And you could see it with uh, Fry, our our weeping willow, or not Ari, but the, the Minneapolis mayor. And Neville, when it came down to it, he had to side with the cops because even even that little spoiled cuck's brain was like, oh, my God, if we don't have cops, this would be bad. I was like, oh, and it's the first time that spineless little spoiled pussy ever actually had to face a hard decision. It was like, look him up. Look up his background. Spoiled little quanta. haha. Never had to make a hard decision. Except, more for you, other people's money. More for you. I mean, this guy's like 40 something. Four decades of more of other people's money, more of other people's money. Not your fault. Not your fault. More of people's other money. More of people's other money. Not your fault. Not your fault. Why are the buildings burning? I know I'll go and dance at a community you know, revitalization party. He did that. Look it up. He got booed out. Like, oh, they all come for you. They're all coming for you. Big vis 4 5 bucks. If you see somebody stabbing someone, cheer up. Whistle a tune and give them a hug. Love is the answer. Yes. Talk to them about their feelings. <clears throat> give the person who got stabbed or give the person who's doing the stabbing a hug. See, there's an argument for both there, Big vis. What if the person doing the stabbing never had any love? He just didn't have enough government support. He, there, it, his village was not enough to raise the child, and he just needed one more hug. Or maybe you just needed one more free dollar from the government. You're like, here, I'll give you that extra dollar. They'll prevent you from becoming a stabbing psychopath. Give me a hug. And then he's like, oh, it's better. <clears throat> hey, it's our Norwegian agent in the field. With his with his throne made of platinum and diamonds. Irik Solvi for 55 Norwegian kroners you use three weeks nag about countless hours used to get new ones and managed to buy some wired ones in 2021. Did you get cursed by the high IQ use three weeks? Nag about the countless hours used to get the new, Oh, the headphones to buy some wire. Yeah. I like wired ones. They plug right in. I don't have to like set it up. I'm, I'm, I'm analog man. I'm old. I got the gray hair. Just plug it in. It works. I don't want wireless ones. I don't, I don't, I got I like a wired mouse. I like a wired thing. I don't want any interruption with the Bluetooth. What's more regular? A wire or the or the or the Bluetooth or radio waves? My computer is plugged in. Hardwired. Get, get more regular consistency. I know you young'ins, everything's got to be digital and wireless, but you'll you'll find out. Uh Christoph Anon for five bucks. Don't intervene in crime or you will share a cell with a police. Yeah, that's another thing. You don't. You don't. It isn't. Here's, an, here's another thing you guys don't know. This is just from security work. Let's say you see two people fighting. You don't know who the good guy and the bad guy is. Let's say it's three on one. Right. You would oh, immediately default. Oh, the one guy is the innocent. These three guys are t- teaming up on him. I'm going to help out the one guy because he's a disadvantaged guy. Right. What if that guy raped some guy's sister and like he's the bad guy? You don't know anything that's going on. Domestic abuse. Someone comes screaming out to you. I need your help. No, you don't, lady. I don't care how much blood is coming out of your face. I'm out of here. This is no- I don't know what. Here's another thing. Do you know if that late with blood and when it comes to fisticuffs and knives and intervening? You don't know what bloodborne diseases people have. Do you want tetanus? Do you want tuberculosis? Do you want, uh, what is the other one? hepatitis. What, 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 what disease do you, you <laughs> nope, to the nope, to the nope don't, nope, Mm-mm, nope, big ol' nope, new. <clears throat> if you, here's something interesting that you guys could do, it, it'd be, you'd have to be pretty bored in the afternoon to do it though, but uh, look up just maybe, you know, how does bloodborne pathogens work, uh, work, BBP, bloodborne pathogens. The basics of bloodborne pathogens. There's got to be someone you'd be like, oh wow. Okay. Ooh, no. Spit. You can get like someone spits on you. It gets in your eye. All right. Uh, now you got now. You got that guy's whatever herpes in your eye. Um. Uh, Those who lie with dogs catch fleas. <clears throat> All right. Um uh... Talk about some books you should all buy. Let's talk about my books, because those are the books you really should buy. I'll mention other people's books, but these are really the ones you want to get. All right. How Not to Become a Millennial. All right. So there's that one. Rich Cooper's Unplugged Alpha. This is not my book, but go ahead. Get it anyway. It's a good book. The flagship book that is now <clears throat> taking the world by storm. And oh, I'm sorry, inferior gel people. It's selling really good. And I'm paying off my house with it. And people like it. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is kicking ass out there. So uh, if you like a lot of guys like it, uh, it's pretty highly ranked and reviewed. <clears throat> so go ahead and get that. Also, for everybody tuning in because you're all smarter than the average bear, get curse of the high IQ. This has saved more people's lives or maybe not saved them, but explain things where I'm like, I never understood how it worked until I read that. You're right. Reconnaissance man, before you ask me, Cappy, do I take a job in Dallas or do I stay in California? Read this book. Cappy, I'm thinking about buying property. Read this book. Cappy, I want to know something about the geography of the United States. Read this book. And if this book does not answer your question, then you can send me a question about that. Uh, We've got two of these. Sanity is the Future of Wealth, short little thing. Do you enjoy? Let me ask you this. Would you enjoy the prospects of the Seattle people voting away the cops and their own community and what would happen? Okay, if you like that prospect, get this. It's a very short read. but I would say this is my most poignant. No, this is my, this was originally was a blog post and no one read it. So now I'm charging you fuckers. Gee, I wonder if we talked about that. So I, Chris, <clears throat> uh, probably the, sh- well, it's obviously my shortest piece of, of literature work. Uh, but the most powerful. So if you're pissed off about the left or where society is going, get this book because it'll not only make you feel better, but it'll give you a direction. It'll point you down the right path road on how to live your life. You're like, Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm not them. Uh, For all of our brothers out there who are poor and want to not be poor no more, get the black man's God out of poverty. Uh, it it would work for other men too. Uh, Latinos have asked, would that apply to us? Like, yeah, it it, it would, uh, but it is obviously targeted towards uh, black men. Uh, but a lot of guys, Cappy, I'm a computer science uh the bachelor's in computer science, and I make ninety thousand dollars a year, and and I got a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm a black guy. Should I get that book? It's like, no, why? Why that? You're you're not poor. <laughs> you. you Actually, you're doing better than me. Why Why would you get that book? It's so uh, it's only if you're poor and you wish to escape poverty. The Pence Principle. Basically, how not to invest a ton of money and time into your career and then have it all taken away with a false grape accusation. Uh, worthless. Oops, that dropped. The young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. To set these all down. Starting to get happy. I'm going to get up. Better system than just the stack of books. And then Bachelor pad Economics, The Financial Advice Bible for Men. If you read that book and do what's in it, you won't be poor. Unless there's like a crippling financial recession in it, or any kind of recession, and then you will be poor, but it won't be because of that book. Uh, and then other people's books, uh, Turf Flinging Monkeys 13 Rules Not to Be a Cuck. He also has another book, which is the one I, I not that I don't recommend 13 rules, not to be a cuck, but I also strongly recommend the way of monkey book. Uh, I think the next step here, after you guys take the red pill and you know, the political pill or whatever other pills are out there and you start to say, well, the, the sun is dawning. The sun is at about 3 PM right now in my life. And I want to make the last few hours of daylight of my life count for something. I would get the way of monkey book because it's, we're focusing more on philosophy. So DT's kind of made that move. I've what i am doing my meditations by James if James would get off his fucking millennial ass and do some recording. <clears throat> um that's a new project I'm working on. Uh and then Adam Piggott's book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Get that book as well. All right. I'm going to go poo 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 Wisco Nomad, where can I find fun, high energy, and positive people who aren't dead inside? I'm going to say Latino cultures. Uh, maybe not Venezuela, obviously. Uh, and I guess Brazil is Portuguese, technically. Um, but I, I mean, and there's poverty and all that. But poorer people tend to be happier, not within first world countries. I'm talking Globally a little bit. You want to find happier, positive energy. For, <clears throat> don't go to, don't go to this, the Scandinavian countries. Don't go to Europe, maybe former Soviet countries. Uh, but I, I don't know, just, uh, you know, I don't know if it's like, oh, I go to this country and there are, what, what country is perpetually happy? Go during their cultural festivals. You know, like if you go to Oktoberfest in Germany, they're going to be having a good old time. If you go to, Morocco fest, whatever's happening in Morocco. I don't know. They celebrate uh, camels, all right? Or fezes. They got nice fezes. It's fez fest. There we go. Who wouldn't want to attend fez fest? Go to the festival. Um I'm sure uh, well, I'm not sure I know a lot of the uh, Asian culture uh, cultures. The Asian um uh what's that what I'm looking for? Celebrations uh, country. National celebrations are are a lot of fun. Uh, Oh, Chinese New Year? Oh, who won't have fun during that? You know, but I I can't think of the Australians are a terribly happy and fun bunch to be around. Ooh, Australian days. We celebrate poisonous snakes and just bending over backwards to give other people money. Um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think... I could be completely wrong, but I don't know. Uh, Buenos Aires, arrogant and, and uh, financially parasitic as the Argentine people have been on the international community, stealing people's money they lent them to the tune of a quarter trillion dollars, if I do my math correctly. I, I wouldn't, I'm I sure Buenos Aires has a, a really fun time. I mean, uh, Carnival down in Rio, obviously there. Uh, that's where I go find fun, high energy people who aren't dead inside, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Western countries. Like, for, I guess another thing is like where it's warm and the sun is out. That might be, it may have nothing to do with politics or psychology. It's just, is the sun out? Hey, it's night. Nice. Caribbean cultures. <clears throat> That'd be a fun place to check out. Uh, you'll get, you'll get Island fever. You know, who's always been pot. Okay. Check this out. It's Trinidad and Tobago. I think is the, the the name of the islands. Uh, had, had a surprising amount of clients that come through, and, and we followed each other on the internet. And they're always happy. They will always seem a little bit happier than the end. And um, what's his name? Fresh. He's from Barbados, though. Maybe, maybe check that out. Uh, but yeah, don't. Yeah, God, could you imagine a New York City house party? Uh, a renegade show, five bucks. Curse of the High Acute changed my life. It's fantastic book, good. I'm thank you, renegade. I'm kind of surprised if you read that book before you went to college. How, are you are you that good that early and that young in your life that you're already on a boat floating around the world? Wisco Nomad, two dollars. It's a myth that Scandinavian countries are the happiest. Oh yeah, there's th- that that. When they do that happy survey and you look at how they actually measure happiness is such bullshit. It's which one has the socialist. It's basically, which is the most socialist country. They just cross out socialist and put happy. Uh, there we go. Uh, <clears throat> Manhattan district attorney ends persecution of prostitution. Judge agrees to dismiss thousands of cases uh man manhattan district attorney oh they really want that video shoved in your see what i was talking about first at the beginning of the show hey you want this you want this you want this i want to find out the person who decided to ask me if i want this to show up here so i might make him swim to japan manhattan district attorney cy vance jr announced that he would end the pers- prosecution of prostitution uh, prostitution's and unlicensed massage-related cases. The district attorney made the announcement Wednesday and also said he would move to dismiss more than 900 cases dating back to the 1970s and more than 5,000 loitering for the purpose of prostitution. How much... Look, dating back to the 70s, how much wasted fucking labor and police work and patrols and how, how much of a total tax did you put on the judicial and legal system And the police system, I guess, that falls under the judicial system, which by default means the New York taxpayer. Not to mention you burden these people with that. How much time did you piss away while Elliot Spitzer was getting regular play on the side from a high-end prostitute? Did he go to jail? Of all the things you waste your time on. Cases following New York's repeal of the Walking Wild Trans statute. Uh, state court judge Charlotte Davidson agreed to dismiss the thousands of prostitution-related offenses after Vance told her that he wanted the cases dropped because the accused were exploited sex workers who were unfairly targeted for prosecution. I is is that is that it now? Like any girl who's a, a like, you're 22. You know exactly what you're doing. You make the conscious choice. You're not on any drug. Are you exploited now? Like, can you have a sex worker that isn't exploited, or is it you're a sex worker, you're immediately a victim? Over the last decade, we've learned from those who live the experience and from our own experience on the ground, criminally prosecuting prostitution does not make us safer. You needed to study that for 20 years, and too often achieves the opposite result by further marginalizing, vulnerable New Yorkers answered in a statement With today's dismissals, we also close the book on loitering for the purpose of prostitution known as the walking wild trans for its decades of discriminatory enforcement and fairly targeting numbers of the LGBT community. However we get there, I don't care. However we get to less laws, I don't care if your rationalization is woke politics. Can we just get less fucking laws? How about drugs? Oh, okay. Want to draw a parallel here? So... The pursuit or the prosecution of prostitution, essentially, disproportionately affected, unfairly, members of the LGBTQ plus community. I'll I'll go with you on that. So when do we get rid of drug-related offenses for blacks and Latinos? Huh? We going to do that? It's a victimless crime. Is libertarianism that hard to figure out for everybody? Why is it so difficult? Leave people the fuck alone. And if they're not hurting you, but they're hurting themselves, but they voluntarily do it, fuck off. It ain't your business. The exact same line of logic you used here to legalize prostitution, which, again, I am all for, is the exact same line of logic. We could not only drop a ton of cases. Again, I mean, of course, every person race out there deals in drugs i'm not saying as a but it disproportionately affects uh, uh minorities so can we get them out of jail huh assuming they don't have other offenses that are violent but could we oh you had you had two ounces of, of crack well that's 20 years for you jerome uh when does jerome get the fuck out when do you drop the cases i mean how many thousands of cases you get got against drug dealing or possession <clears throat> oh that's right They already got minority votes in the pocket. They don't need that. Uh, 6,000 cases that are to be dropped. That's going to save a lot of money, a lot of time. Focus on some real crimes here. Prior to the to, 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 interest of justice, five counseling session, legal aid, exploitation, intervention, I think district attorney, boo, boo, boo. Countless sex workers who profiled these sex workers, trafficking victims have suffered under the weight of convictions and war, perpetual punishments. Well, trafficking victims, if you made it legal, aren't there still going to be trafficked? Like there's a, still a supplier, right? Uh. However, today's announcement should not supplant the need to pass legislation that would fully decriminalize sex work and provide for a criminal record relief for people convicted of a prostitution offense. <coughs> I'm just a uh, DA, it's amazing. DA will prosecute all new prostitutions. Statements has been provided with a written list of resources and explanation that their case not be processed. Well, maybe New York cops can focus on something that isn't BS. Uh what else we got? Oh, <clears throat> Mike Linehan, he sent me some shirts. I put them in my room. Uh they're very fancy shirts. Uh for eleven uh, a ten ninety-nine superior race. Uh yeah, Mike, I'm gonna do a, an entire separate video so people can see that and it's not buried within a podcast. But uh very nice guy. He sent me some high-end shirts, the mediums fit me. The small ones were a little tight. I was surprised about that. Usually small fits to be pretty good, but the mediums are definitely uh, the ones you want. Is that it? Did I catch up? Caught up with that. Bada boom, bada bing. What do we got here? Uh, We went through that. We went through that. We did this. We did that. We did hate mail. We're caught up on this. All righty. Hang on. Let me let's take a break. I'll be back. We'll do some dating profiles. I know you guys like those. We got some dating profiles. All right, this is from our uh, buddy, Vlad Elkoms. <clears throat> uh, we won't mention names or anything. I know. look, i like. go, let's see your face. One, no, because why risk the thing? What's her name? One, two, no, because of the legal thing. But the main thing is, do you really need to see them? Like, you already know what they look like. And, if, you know, go to the, isn't there a Reddit or something like that? See, I get these sent to me by you guys uh, who go out on your own dating profiles. And you're like, look at this shit. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. And Frank, holy cow, Frank sent me nine of them. So I'll just, I'll explain it. I'll explain what the girl looks like. But keep in mind, the main point here isn't what they look like. It's how fucked in the head they are. That's not even the main point. The main point is that they are doomed to be miserable. And now we do the dance of joy. On their lives that might as well be over. That's what it is. We're doing... It's not even I told you so. It's a tap dancing on someone's grave. Their metaphorical grave. Because they may not be... They shouldn't even... That shouldn't. They might as well not be alive. Because what they want... This is a question I always have about these dating profiles. Which admittedly is not the majority of them. Why are you girls even posting a profile? Why... You you don't want one. You almost all come from the philosophy of you don't need men. Okay. Two, I would argue some of you, the majority are either adversarial, competitive against, or even outright hating of men. all right? So I don't know why you're here. Three, it's very apparent and obvious that you love your career, your politics, your your ideology, and yourselves more than men. And then four, <clears throat> it's also very painfully obvious. You've given no consideration that a relationship is a two-way thing. But your happiness, apparently, you still take the time to put a dating profile together or pay the fee. I don't know what, I mean, do women get on dating profiles for free? Because they're essentially the commodity that all the other guys want. I mean, I know every every guy, like he's got to pay. Every guy's got to go pay on a date site. So, I mean, we don't need to see what they look like. We don't need to know their names. We just get to do the victory dance of joy on top of their metaphorical graves because it's over for them. And this gal's not that old. She's only 28. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful because this person frankly hates you guys or these people in general. Uh, <clears throat> here, I had an entire bio on here listing my needs wants and giving details about myself. And I had to delete it because guys are literally lying to make it seem like they're my type. Really? Men will lie about their politics to (laughs) now. I have a hard time. Someone's trying to get down this woman's pants, but uh, what I'm into when they aren't, if you say anything just to get close to me, you're a dub. What's a dub. So then here's a picture of her. Okay, guys, it, does this shock you? What I'm about to say: short hair, uh, has that dead look in her eye, tattoos, all over. Does does this does any of this? People are real upset. Let me point this out. I'll pull it right there. Now there are admittedly tons of statistical and mathematical flaws in this book. It was because of a lack of data, and you know there there was nothing better available on the internet or in the mass of human research available. But I caught a lot of guff in this book because I decided to make uh, an excessive amount of tattoos a deal breaker. I treated it as a deal breaker. And there is some data out there about the percentage of women between this age and that age that have tattoos. I can't believe you. No, we've seen it with our own eyes. You know, there's a correlation between unmarriageable women and tattoos. Not a perfect correlation. Nothing is. But if you have the choice, if you've got two of the exact same looking girls and one is chock full of tattoos and the other one doesn't have any, it's in your statistical best interest. This is, and and not marginally so, this, it is like an 80% chance that 80, closer to 90, the one without tattoos is going to have less mental problems, is going to be the higher quality girl. But you guys know this. You don't you don't need me to <clears throat> um wild earrings and all that. Uh and then on the thing here it says I guess you fill this in. The world would be a much better place with more dot dot dot. And her answer is commitments to end white supremacy. <laughs> what a load of fun a uh, barrel of monkeys this gal's gonna be. All right, so she's dead inside. Let's go to, let me, you know what? Let me clear out the, this here. <clears throat> um, Fred, don't you ever send me a zip file again. All right, so here we go. And of course, Microsoft loads up the overtaxing thing. Uh, this is a 29-year-old lady. She works at a, pretty worthless. It's not worthless. Every job has value, but it's, she is not bringing in the six figs. I pay the bills by working at a place during the day. I'm a freelance, <coughs> um, artist and teacher. love staying fit and active vegan, uh, a particular sports franchise fan curvy and uh short fuck Trump all cops are bastards. BLM fully vaccinated. Let's see. She she's fit. Love staying fit. Now, what does the picture look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fred, that's brilliant. She is at least two, well. If <clears throat> she's short, that's at least two bills. It's at least two bills. <clears throat> oh, okay. There we go. Okay, Fred, thank you very much. Let's go to the next one. Um, what makes a relationship great is honesty, communication, and laughter. So you're being honest about your weights, <laughs> your 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 uh, your health, your physique. Okay, this is a new one. Uh, I'm a pansexual and into anyone and everyone who I am attracted to and have a connection with love add me on place. Uh, uh, has a child liberal, of course, agnostic. And, uh, I never shut up about how I hate Republicans and conservatives. Oh, here are the pictures. Yes. Single mommy, uh, not attractive at all. A forehead you could land a B1 bomber on, um, and pretty young. Uh, that's, that's great. Uh, oh, we start the new dating profile. <clears throat> she, her, the, the pronouns left is queer plus size, pink haired girl of your dreams. Uh, every, yeah, uh, just looking for someone who's weird matches my weird, not interested in hookups, lover of all music, but I'm a rock and roll chick at heart, half vaccinated. Hey, see that <clears throat> fully vaccinated on a particular date, uh, black lives matter. All cops are bastards. Move to Seattle. And you will not have to deal with cops pretty soon. <laughs> three bills. Oh, just three. And the dead, pissed off, angry looks in their eye. Oh, God. It, it's just. And you may you may hate that these people vote for communism and vote for, to take more of your money to support them. And they want to destroy society by li- essentially eliminating law be- via eliminating cops. I don't even think they think it that far through. They <clears throat> They want some kind of purpose and meaning and value in life. So they're going to rally about what do we rally against? And the media will tell them, okay, it's cops today. So I I don't think they've really thought it all the way through. Obviously they haven't. I just think they got nothing else to do. Like this is why, why are you here? You know, you're going to die, right? Don't you, don't you want to do something different? Don't you want, uh, this is, uh, a young lady here want someday. I don't know why he sent the picture. Why'd you send the picture here, Fred? Um, I'll just keep going. (laughs) Here's a gal. She's giving the whatever, some kind of gang sign like this. Uh she's got her gut hanging out. She's got a midriff, is that what it's called? But her guts hanging out. She's overweight. I, <laughs> I got to ask Fred or anyone, anyone out there. What percent of the dating profiles are these really? Come on. It can't be it can't be more than 10%. Or is it this bad? I know there's gradations, but these these train wrecks, they can't be more than 10%. I'll never shut up about things I'm passionate about. Let me guess, travel and dogs. About me, the type of socially anxious who will tell me and you tell you my order in case the waitress comes back while I'm gone, then spend 20 minutes in the bathroom to make sure she does. Uh, Partially employed. Okay, here's a (laughs) can't make it up. You just, you can't make it up. In her profile picture, she is petting her dog. I presume it's her dog. And the number of thing men want to assess about women would be there. Whether they own a dog? No. What the job is? No. What women look like, because we need to be physically attracted to the women. So ladies, if just, just some free asshole consulting advice, which you won't take because I didn't charge you money. If you have a mask on, we can't tell what you look like. You got a mask on. There ain't nobody around you. Take the camera thing, hit the timing button, take your damn mask off. Uh, uh, I'm hoping you like mushrooms and placing your life in the hands of strangers. Learn to ID edibles. All right. About me figuring, oh, wow, guess where she works, ladies and boys. It's in HR. Never saw that coming. Figuring out my own sweet way around this world. Uh, Boo-do-boo-do-boo, boo-do-boo-do-boo. Once someday. How old? How old? Never know the age of these gals. Uh, She's young enough she can still have kids, I guess. (coughs) Here's another fat. It's just she's fat, not overweight. Fat. What does she say about me? My particular race: a fun-loving, careful and thoughtful, spontaneous and adventurous woman who has goals I'm chasing after. How fast are you chasing after? I'm like at at two fifty. Looking for a total gentleman who is fun and fearless to get to know and find adventures with. I'm going to my home country after the pandemic. Who wants to be my travel buddy? Uh, yeah i oh, special ed major uh loves animals uh looking for a relationship with someone who genuinely cares about me. I also make pretty good soup, no trump supporters, please. <clears throat> I love it, the workout. it says sometimes, ain't no wait. what sometimes once a year, I guess that is some time works out sometimes. Uh oh, is this the new one? Oh, this is the new one. All right, so you've moved on. Okay. And this is sad. She's a very pretty girl. She's posing with her with her animal pet. Um, it's too bad. Where where does the uh hang on, let me make sure about me. Is this now a different one? <clears throat> uh veterinarian retired coach to all the boys i loved before i found out my cat doesn't like you mother to f- six odd pets if you're a trump supporter swipe left vaccinated nobody cares uh wants children someday graduate degree <clears throat> and she is about 40 the quickest way to my heart is buying me McDonald's. All right. Well, that's cute. That's a nice one. And that's all from Fred. Okay. Thank you, Fred. I can delete this off my computer. <clears throat> it's great. If the girlfriend never saw that, where are all these dating profiles? Oh, I see what you're doing. There's not another girl. You wouldn't be involved with any of these girls. Nope. Mm-mm, nope. 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 All right. through we already did michael do we have any super chats left i think we're all tapped out oh i've got a couple more competent man two bucks now we got headphones fixed rubber band next this is three thousand dollars I'm not joking. You want the rubber band? Y'all come up with three grand. It's a sticking point. I don't know what's wrong with the green, uh, the blue rubber band. It works. It's, it's you guys that have the problem. This is not interrupt and this, this doesn't do anything. It shouldn't bother you. But I'm a whore. <clears throat> so for $3,000, the rubber band will go away, which is on par with like, yeah, if any woman wants my seed, it, it costs 1.5 million after tax. Then women can have all the sperm they want. Christoph and on five bucks. Michael Linehan, most former communist bloc countries are fairly free these days, including Bulgaria. Uh, yeah, and Mike, uh, interestingly enough, is doing some reconnaissance out there. He's doing a little little traveling. Mexi Mike, 10 bucks. You can't buy me. I'm not cheap slash easy. My YouTube channel is, Instagram is, OnlyFan is, and my sugar is only four. Um, and my sugar is... <clears throat> Only for my three-week boyfriend, unless I'm post-wall. Okay, now that I'm old and have three non-related babies, I'm ready for a husband. <laughs> Every guy is a John. Every girl is a whore. Every person has a price. Everyone's a whore. Don't any of you think you're better? We're all whores. It's worse for men. <clears throat> well, wait, I got to think about this. No. Not only are we all whores, we're all Johns, both men and women. I thought all men were Johns and all the women were. That is not the case. That only is in relationship to sex. Everybody is a whore because we are paid to do things we don't want to do. And we're also all Johns because we all pay people to do things they don't want to do. Holy shit, are we worthless? <clears throat> Maybe we should just celebrate and forgive ourselves. Ah, ah. Oh, I think we're all caught up. Mexi Mike has a super sticker. Don't know what it is. And the competent man for two bucks. Oop. Uh Robert band is now 3000. Only used to be 1000. I thought it was always three. It wasn't expecting to get the money competent man. I, All right. <clears throat> let's do some final tidying up things here. We did the dating profiles. Uh, do I want to do? Let's do a couple. Uh, let's do some fan mail. Let me clean out the whole thing. So nothing bothers me in my head. Got the whole day, nothing nagging me in the back of my head. I, I got a free day, hit the gym, and boom, I'm free. Uh, already did this one. Uh, this is from uh Rio. Subject, you changed my life. Not really sure where else to get in contact with you, but this tiny ass box will do. Call me Rio. I'm not asking for consultation or anything. In fact, I really want to let you know that you probably single-handedly changed my life in future. Yeah, this just got more interesting, didn't it? it? I'm a 22-year-old who lives in a major American city ghetto area and grew up in a shitty household with a shitty childhood. You know, the stereotypical black family. I'm not here to tell you about my background. Well, you got to give a little bit about your background. You can't say, hey, I'm Bob and thanks. People do want a little bit of a a color to their story. I'm here to tell you that I decided to use some money I've been saving and instead of buying new Jordans, but are the Jordans even there anymore? I thought it was Capernet, like it's just called Nike Air, isn't it? Uh, My friends bought or even new clothes that I need. I decided to buy your book, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Long story short, I read the entire book in three to four days. First book I ever read. That is very humbling. <clears throat> that that's this is definitely going into the memento box. I'm I'm glad you read that. That's the first book you ever read. Mine was probably like Dick Jane and Spot or whatever. Um first book I ever cried reading takes a man to admit that. The book really spoke to me honestly. It taught me so fucking much. Taught me more than any self-help YouTube videos or my dad ever did. I'm typing this at 429 AM right after I just finished reading it. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I'm overweight. I've been stagnant. I, and I haven't been taking my life serious, struggling with procrastination. And I always try to figure out why. Well, <laughs> that's because you probably didn't have good upbringing. And there ha- you haven't, here's another thing. You haven't been given anything to look forward to in life. And hopefully that book through the legacy chapter and other things does. <clears throat> but I understand now, and not only did you teach me more than my teachers did in my entire K through 12. That's not a high hurdle to, to jump because teachers don't teach you anything anyway. It's like, hey, I got more people out of poverty than the Democrat Party ever did. Oh, what? Two people? Yeah. Because the Democrat Party's only got zero people out of poverty. You gave me the materials to tread over the shit I am currently facing, will soon face, and can pass on to my family one day. If I meet the right girl, you changed my mindset. I want you to know that you have made an impact where it was desperately needed. Thanks for reading this. It's time. I get my life together and make something PS. Whoa. I dated a woman 13 years older than me with four dogs and eight plus cats and trying to push for marriage. Been ghosting her for two weeks now. And don't plan on looking back big booty and big tits. Oh, you brothers are always a sucker for that combination. I just go for the big tits. I don't like the big booty. But I know that's that's uh that's kryptonite to you guys. I no longer th- be thinking with my dick, stay safe and prosper. <laughs> well, thanks, Rio. That uh <clears throat> that definitely goes into the the, the uh, book. Uh Garrett has a short sure one. Hey asshole, thanks for your videos. It is refreshing to hear honest talk. And I just, this is a simple point. <clears throat> Thanks, Garrett. It's an easy formula. Tell the truth. Make good people better off. Make evil people pissed off. That's it. So that's, uh, I'll go to the memento box <clears throat> as well. Uh, we got that one. We got that one. Uh, <clears throat> I still got to get signed books to, to Judd and other people. Um, that's it. I'm caught up with that. Uh, we're caught up on that we talked about the good news of seattle getting rid of the co- uh the cops oh since this is the great and merciful corona we should be something that we're thankful for i haven't been consistent with it so i want to tell you what i was thankful for uh that i do not have a poorly trained dog uh in the neighborhood in the neighborhood in the apartment building <clears throat> there's a dog that just screams. And the first couple times I would jump out thinking someone was literally abusing a dog. Unlike me, like, I, you know, me spanking a dog once doesn't mean abuse to, to all the files the out there. <laughs> Get a pedophile. <PETA> <laughs> uh, and so I, I got out. I'm like, oh, my God, do I got to call the cop? Like this it's, or like the dog had hurt itself or something. Couldn't find out where it was. Stopped because it was, in, you know, it was full floor up. Well, then I see this dog actually <clears throat> in person. The only reason I knew it was this dog because it had that same horrific screaming. And I'm looking at, and it's just barking at another dog. That was its bark, which is the most blood-curling, chilling bark I've ever heard. It was a small little dog, but I've, it, it, one of the more horrific things I've heard. And then I kind of saw the lady who is handling the, handling the dog and the dog's peeing on the floor. And and I'm like, Oh, okay. And it it made me realize that I'm thankful that, that the dog one, she never spanked the dog to prevent it from this horrific screeching where everyone thinks somebody is actually abusing a dog Two, the discipline to prevent the dog from peeing on the floor or defecating in the apartment. I'm sure it's just not there. Like known potty trains. At three, uh, I see this happening with a lot of people, both with their kids and their pets. Because I've, and and what's sad is it, it, it has nothing to do with politics. I've seen full grown adult, mature people who are not leftists. Oh, the dog just has a bowel problem. Like, no, you didn't train the dog. You didn't house train the dog. And so more than one place I've walked into and the smell of feces and urine in the carpet is overbearing. And I'm I'm happy. I don't have a screeching, shitting dog. I'm thankful for that because I can't. You know, I know people go and get these dogs. It's ultimately therapy, like most kids today. You don't have the kid because you want the kid. You don't get the dog because you want the dog. It's for therapy. It's to make you feel better. But you then fail to raise the dog or the child or the pet in general, so that it too may function in life. And I don't know how fast this heart the the dog's heart rate is going when it want it sees another dog and goes into this horrific screeching, but it can't be good it can't be helpful to the long term health or happiness of the dog. <clears throat> I don't know what was happening before the dog when it was in the apartment I couldn't find it uh but I do know it's not fun for the for the dog either. But whereas you think that these people are, again, laziness explains everything. They're trying to squirm. I want the benefits of a dog or a child or a pet, but I don't want the responsibilities of raising it. And so what ultimately ends up happening, like, what would it be like? Like, that gal is the closest thing to that dog. From 200 yards away, the screeching is is just horrible. What's it like being two feet from the dog and having to live in filth and squalor and piss and feces? And so I'm thankful I'm not those people either. Or again, you get angry that train your dog. Wow, well, come on. Why can't you get the dog not to pee in the house? And then you realize, oh, at least I'm not them. And so I was, and so yesterday, two days ago, working in the atrium and uh, all of a sudden jumped out of my my chair because it, it it's so bad of a of a screech. It doesn't matter how much you try to logically think, oh, that's just how that dog barks. It still gets you here. You're like, you're thrown in like there's an emergency. We got it. Something's dying or we got to go kill something, to prevent something else from dying. But I was sitting there and it jumped. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, that's that dog. I'm like, man, I can't imagine what it's like to be the owner of that dog. It has to deal with that dog if you like to help out the show, hold slash donate three links there. One to the PayPal there. You get nothing. You just give me money. All right. So I wouldn't do that Two, Subscribe slash. I think it's Aaron Clary or Aaron underscore Clary, uh, that you do get something for, for $2 a month or more. Uh, you get access to the road trip podcast, Mary Jo's pinups and some other things. I really got to get in on that. I really got to work hard on that. Um, By the way, any cute girls out there that want to kindly donate some pinups, PG-13, please, that I would have permission to use, to throw it up there. The guys would appreciate it. Who knows? Some girls might, too. You never know who bats for who or how they swing. Uh, But you all have the key thing is you get access to the Road Trip Podcast. I think there's 30 episodes now. We got that. And then finally, there's a link to my Amazon affiliate pro. This doesn't cost you anything, and I think this is the best deal. Because uh, you were going to buy this stuff anyway. And instead of giving all your money to Jeff Bezos and his former wife, uh, I get a 5 to 6% commission or cut on all your purchases. So if you get into the good habit of being a boomer, going to olderbrother.com slash donate, click on the Amazon banner, and then buying your stuff, I get a percent commission or cut. Do not use your app. Apps are evil. Do not use your phone. I don't care if you're under 30 and don't know how to use a keyboard. Use a keyboard. Use a computer. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Um, <clears throat> click on the Amazon banner. You don't have to log into the thing. Put it on your thing. It still knows. It somehow knows. It's a very all-knowing URL. And then uh, that's the best way to help out Cappy, because I get that. Uh, the commission. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Maxi Mike, two bucks inflation, bro, for the 3000 All right, that's it. Uh, If you would kindly subscribe, right at 291. Let us all bow our heads in prayer. Dear great, merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero-fucks-given truth, the teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, Teachers who can be replaced by YouTube and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan Wuhan. Amen. We're gonna save that. Boo-doo-boo. Any simple things? That's it. See you guys later. Toodles.